Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, Lit. Gaming. Gaming. Aria! For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus. I am joined by Justin. And Frost! Hey. Well, uh, this is, that's been an intro for me, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm out of here. This has been, I'm gonna go fuck off. Let's get to it! Okay, welcome to episode 54 of the LGA cast. Um... Yeah, so we're just going to jump into the stuff because I'm going to start kind of doing that plugging the show stuff at the end of the show so that we can jump into the games portion a little faster. Um, but first, I did want to mention that we have a tournament for Overwatch coming up on the 14th of March, I believe. Hold on. Hold on. Got to check my calendar. I'm looking at the... Got to make sure I'm right here. Yes, the 14th of March. We're doing an Overwatch tournament, and this one will be a paid entry. It's $25 per team, which means that you could win a gigantic first place prize. So, I mean, because all that money is going right into the prize pool. So, if you are an Overwatch player or you have a team, go to our website, lga.gg. You'll find a link where you can sign up and go do that right now. Do it. And now we're going to get to the games. So Frost, what you play? What, what you been playing? Well, I have been playing more my time at Portia because I have a problem and I'm. <laughs> I know, it's you're okay. Like addicted to that game. Oh wait, wait, Game Fuel. Shit, we're opening Game Fuel. <laughs> ah! Oh, fuck yeah, that, I was right. I guessed that this was gonna explode on me because the can is dented on the bottom, and um, that's exactly what happened. God damn it. Mine tastes like blood. <laughs> You're sticky. I think just it's though. defective. <laughs> ah, tastes like broken dreams. Blood energy. And it doesn't sound like a good review, but it really. I'm still spilling it on myself. Uh, putting that down. All right. So you've been playing my time at Portia. Was I? I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah. My time <laughs> at Portlandia. <laughs> Portlandia. <laughs> Sometimes I do think that. <laughs> And uh, the other game that I actually was playing that's like a real game um, is Plague Tale. And that's been pretty dope. You just started that like two days ago, right? Yes. You're almost I'm, done. I'm like blowing through it. There's, there's only 16 chapters and you're on like chapter 11, 12. 12. Yeah, I'm on chapter 12 now. Yeah, it's crazy. You're further than I am. I'm only on chapter 10. It's all rats in that game. Oh, yeah, there was a <laughs> fuck ton of rats. What's with the rats? Why are there so many rats? I don't get it. I like that it's a rat geyser. Like, they blow <laughs> out of the ground. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're rat volcanoes. It's, <laughs> it's like you struck oil, but it's rats. <laughs> that's like, that is, that's yeah, like that's pretty funny. You, you roll you rolled a d20 to strike oil, and uh, you rolled a zero, and it's a, it's a bunch of rats. And your hero said, rats. <laughs> yeah. Ah, rat. She is the hero. Is starting to get very familiar with them. She, like, there's one time she's walking past a like a pit, and there's uh, they're they're freaking out in a corner, and she goes, 
what are you guys up to now? And I was just like, okay, now now we've got to the point where we're just having casual discussions with the rats like with you would with your dog. that will just eat you alive. Yeah, and your only weapon in that's like the sling, really? Yeah. And Well, I mean, you got other weapons, but they're just like little they're things all, you throw and defensive yeah, like items. Dependent on the sling, really. Well, I mean, there's defensive items. I don't, there's some things that burn the, people the up. The sleeping powder. <laughs> there's one sleeping powder the, you get. And the acid. Well, you can make more. No, you only get to use, like, unless you do the upgrade, you only get to have one in your. At a time, yeah. And then, but you can dose people and kill. Sometimes they die. I, I uh, <laughs> sleep the person, but he. He just dies. He, well, he fell and then his lantern went out because the light keeps the rats <laughs> oh, no. away. That's oh, you, the shitty you thing. Cause then, yeah, because then you're like, well, fuck, I wasted that potion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, I'm really stingy with my you alchemy. Throw rocks at people's lanterns. Yes, you can Not break their the lanterns. lanterns. Not all of them, because some of them are just open torches. But if they're carrying a lantern, you can break it, and then can the you, rats go and flood them. Yeah. You don't have a super soaker. You can't put that torch up. Well, now I do. Yeah, oh, really? I just <laughs> got, I just got the power to uh, uh, snuff you out flames. Extinguish them. Yeah, extinguish. That's the word because it's, it's literally like Is extinguisher. It it, no. Pockets it. it. Yeah, it's like a extinguisher type gas stuff. It looks like. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. That game's really cool. Like it it didn't get enough credit last year. Uh and of course I kinda like I overlooked it because it seemed like such a like there was buzz around it, but not enough compared to games like Control and like Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds and all those. So it kinda I had never heard of it, and Marcus told me to play it, and I'm so happy he did. <laughs> it, it was very much like... This is on Game Pass, by the way, for... It's free. Go get it. It's worth it. Yeah, I felt it was like a you type of game because it is very narrative-focused, and it's really reminiscent of Hellblade uh, because it is, like, smaller combat scenarios and... Well, just the like the historical time period, too. Like, I really like a lot of medieval uh, culture stuff. This is at the end of... Well, I mean, this is... Not in medieval period, but still during plague times. It's still the, the it's, French. It's, it's close. It's close enough. What's the what's what's in between the medieval period and the Renaissance? The Dark Ages. <laughs> <laughs> dark Ages. That's what the medieval period was, though, wasn't it? it was the Dark Ages? Uh, I think the Dark Ages were before the medieval. period. I thought they were the same thing. I thought those two were synonyms. Uh, anyway, I like medieval stuff. I thought you were a history major. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I'm pretty sure the Dark Ages and Medieval are synonyms to each other. If you want me to cr cross-reference that, I will. It's the middle. It's traditionally referred to as the Middle Ages, but that doesn't mean... Kowalski analysis. The Dark Ages is a categorization commonly used to describe the period between yeah, the so. fall of the Roman Empire and the beginning of the Italian Renaissance. Okay, so exactly. <laughs> but it says, roughly speaking, the Dark Ages corresponds to the Middle Ages, um, which is AKA from 500 times. to 15... Yeah. A.K.A. a really good restaurant. <laughs> Show restaurant. 180. But the Middle... I mean, I do know... Yeah, so that's still medieval period because that's like the... The Anglo-Saxon conquest was like in 10, 11, I think. Which color knight do you think won that? What? Dark man. <laughs> I like how you totally didn't even under like get my joke, and then then you crack up at Marcus's answer to it. 
<laughs> I'm just imagining Batman, like medieval Batman running around in a stupid <laughs> contraption. Ooh. Medieval Batman was basically, um, what's his face from, I now I can't remember his name, from um, The Watchmen. Uh, Steampunk Willie. Rorschach? No, no. Owl boy. Yeah, owl boy, because he's all steampunky. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his night something. <laughs> night watcher? Night cowl? Fucking, I can't remember his name. Night owl. Night owl. <laughs> Dark night. Won the Dark Ages. Yeah, it's, it is night owl. Okay. Yeah, I was right. Well, no, I wasn't right, but I was right. It is the medieval <laughs> period. Middle Ages is the same thing. It's a synonym to... The Dark Ages, I guess. Yep. Kind of. Because the Middle the middle Ages and the it, Medieval Period is from 476 AD to 1453. The, the term Dark Ages is also a very dated term that we don't use anymore, but I don't, I don't want to get into all that. I like <laughs> historical points within that time range, that very broad time range. What was happening in South America in those years? The plague. <laughs> in South America? I don't know. <laughs> um... Look, I'm so, terrible at history. People were still like foraging, I think. <laughs> so what what uh what what else my, about this game? My understanding of a timeline is just like events happened and I could never not tell you when or where they happened or what order they happened in. Yeah. It's just a mess of like shit happened, I couldn't tell you when. Timelines are weird. Like when when did the fall of Babylon happen? It happened on a timeline. Yeah, like I wouldn't fucking have <laughs> uh. I would say it's it weird like when you look at like century. multiple like timelines for different areas and see like, oh, this shit was going on at the same time. You wouldn't think that because you always learn it at different times because you like focus on like one area of the world and then you focus on another area of the world and you don't like make the connection that like this shit's all happening at the same time. Wow. Mesopotamia is a mess. Not <laughs> like the fact that like the Ottoman Empire was like still a thing during World War One. I mean, that's kind of. I don't have this problem World at all. One was so about. I, I, I know, but I no one ever thinks of that. It, I was like, the, the whole Ottoman Empire is like, yeah, it was like all kind of pulled apart because of World War One. Yeah, and but no one ever thinks about that. Like, and no one thinks like, wow, they were still like using just like regular, like just running in with horses and shit for battle. If you played Battlefield One, you would know. Well, yeah. <laughs> now you have something, to, but before that, you're like, oh yeah, World War Two. Yeah, it Tanks depends on how much Assassin's Creed you play. World War, or not World War, um, um, um D-Day. and I, I only can understand history through uh, pop media. <laughs> through the context of Assassin's Creed. You have to live it through a lens. Well, that blows, because if you wanted to have a history lesson on by using Plague Tale, it would be a really bad idea, because Plague Tale is totally fictional. Despite yeah, the fact that, were, like... Well, I mean, there were so not rat Assassin's geysers. Creed. There were no rat geysers. <laughs> no, I just mean in a historical context as well. Like, the whole thing is oh. made up. Like, there's no... I don't... As far the as I know... As far as I know, it doesn't take place during an actual war that happened. It's just a made-up war. I might be wrong. I can no, rush. I I like can, th- I'm pretty sure it's the war between the uh, French and English. One of the many <laughs> that transpired during that time period. God. So what else about this game do you want to There's Templars in this, which you know what that means? There's assassins. There's assassins. And those assassins use slings. And that you use an animus. And they're... And they're um, I literally brought that up while she was playing twins. that. So there's like a guy that was just standing there. I'm like, it's too bad you can't just Assassin's Creed that guy. And I did. <laughs> like, as soon as you were saying it. And you play as what? The... Uh, the Fry Twins? 
No, you play as a uh, noble girl who she, I was I was saying earlier today that she's actually one of my favorite heroines that I've come across in a game. Like, I really like her character and I like playing her and I like listening to her and watching her story unfold. See, this does have a issue for me with Hugo mostly because child actor syndrome yeah. where I, I'm like, he, he acts like a child which is good, but at the same time, it's, like, weird because he. It, there's a point in the game where he refers to an aqueduct as an duck, <laughs> and he keeps doing that, like, over and over and over, <laughs> which is, like, it's very childlike, but it. I, I don't know. The, I think they got a child voice actor for the character, and it just, like, some of the lines are delivered kind of funny, but I'm also, like, kids talk funny. Yeah. So it's, it, it's hard I haven't, to say if it's I, good or bad. I haven't noticed a problem with the kid. Uh, I just don't, I, I don't like kids. He doesn't, well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's totally fair. So let's wrap that up. Put a bow on it. I'll put a bullet in that one. As I, <laughs> not the kid, As though. I say. <laughs> <laughs> not the kid. Do, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> or, you know, none of this is working. <laughs> um... Are you looking forward to anything coming out? I'm going to go see the Invisible Man this weekend so that I can hopefully do a podcast review on it. <gasps> I might actually do something. I'm wow. Do the opposite of that. I'm going to see the Visible Man. The, the Visible, Visible Man. man. <laughs> I'm going to see Divisible Man. <laughs> He's really good at math. He divides by zero. <laughs> that's, how that's, how good at, that's how good at math he is. He can <laughs> divide by zero. <laughs> Rips himself in half. <laughs> yeah, is it, what? So invisible is this like part of how they were doing the, with the invisible man? Is this part of the dark pictures thing? Is this part of their dark pictures verse, or did that get shut? I know that got like kind of what shut do you down, what do you mean? They what? were doing like remakes of all the old original like dark pictures like monster movies. Oh, so they were doing like the the mummy and like all those. Uh, but I know like the mummy obviously bombed really hard. Um. The Tom Cruise one, that was bad. yeah, 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 that it, one was bad. Yeah, because they were gonna do all the Universal like uh, monster movies, like remakes. And I believe The Invisible Man's one of them, but I don't know if that's like. Part I of honestly the... don't think so. It doesn't seem like it is. Is he not I... a Universal person? I thought he was. I, I, the, the movie is being, from my perspective, is being advertised as being like its own standalone thing. That's not really. Based off of anything. I believe it's based off a of book still. But you guys I, are asking me questions like I have the answers and then you in fact are the ones that have the answers. I have no answers. <laughs> I didn't ask any questions. What are you talking about? I just said I'm going to go see yes. Divisible Man. He's good at um, math. Yeah, it seems that this one's not connected to a dark pictures verse, it looks like. But yeah, it is just based off the the H. G. Wells book. Um I just wasn't sure I wasn't sure if uh Invisible Man was part of the uh, Universal Monsters, but I think he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he was one of the original ones. Yeah. Okay, this is just not tied to that, which it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's just a bizarre, confusing net of rights. <laughs> it's really all it is at the end of the day. I think it'll stand on its own two feet. Honestly, I don't think it's going to. Even if it is based off the H.G. Wells book, I don't think it's going to take too much stock out of it. And I'm curious to see what's going to come out of it. I've seen somebody on my Twitter already say that it was like 
hands down the best horror movie they've seen so far, which isn't saying much uh, this well, year. Elizabeth Moss, is, Elizabeth Moss is in it. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. She, I've seen her go through plenty of shit in Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, that's exactly yeah. why they casted her. She's been typecast now. She's <laughs> We need a character that goes through some shit. You can can look traumatized really easily. (laughs) That sounds like it would be an insult, but it's a great, it's a great compliment. We need, we need a uh, Handmaid's Tale type character. You know what? Now thinking about it, I would play a Handmaid's Tale game if it was like, uh, if it was kind of like Plague Tale. Were you just sneaking around? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, but you could like. You could be going to overthrow the, the religion. You'd be one of the handmaids with a sling and sling somebody in the face. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like playing these... it like the actual plot line because I'd be like, there's not a lot that well, happens. That, 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 there, there's stuff. I, I don't want to ruin anything for any listeners. but I, I, I tried watching it. I can't watch it. I actually was concerned first and foremost about the Invisible Man because she kind of ruined my... I didn't like her character in Handmaid's Tale. What? Like I thought her character. Well, I've only seen the first season, so she probably gets better. But from what I've seen of the first season, okay, I don't like, like her. Like first season, real good. Second season, not so good. Like it, it's okay, but you need the second season because the third season's like really good. Speaking of seasons, I on the radio today they were talking about Man Man in the High Castle and um. How, oh, the first season was really good, but then the other ones weren't. And one of the guys was like, "I haven't even heard of that. What is that? Oh, it's a, it's an Amazon original. Uh, basically, like Kings. it's it's basically what if Hitler had won the the war? And then one of the guys just immediately, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> which I th- I think that's based off a Stephen King novel. I think so. I'm pretty sure because everything's based off Every- Stephen King these days. Um. The coronavirus was based off of a uh, God. What's the other horror writer game guy's name now? Dean Koontz. Yeah, it's based off of a Dean Koontz book. Oh, this is uh, Philip K. Dick. Man, the hike. Also a prolific author. <laughs> I just expect everything to be, yeah. you know, yeah. Stephen King. It's yeah, he's, he doesn't stop writing. Was well, that all for? For plague, me, plague tale. Well, I mean, or, we, we, or we've moved tale, on. What you've been looking forward to? Yeah, I don't think there's any other movies that are coming out this weekend. There's a couple. I'll save that for next week. Marcus, what I've been playing? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't play nothing. No, uh, <laughs> that's rare. I I played. Uh, I finished up Assassin's Creed Liberations. I. Actually got the platinum in it. Wow! But uh, the end of that game is actually real cool. Like a lot of the other stuff in it is like, eh, you're you know doing typical Assassin's Creed stuff. Uh, it's I I think this would have been a better experience if you played it way back on the Vita. It's not so great in retrospect. Like playing it, despite the fact that it's been like remastered in some sense. Uh, but at least it's it was a chance for me to experience it in a way. Um, yeah, but yeah, Aveline's like pretty cool, but the, the end of it's like, it's one of the better endings as far as Assassin's Creed go. I, I never, 
a lot of the problems arise, which I mean, this is part of a greater conversation to be had about Assassin's Creed as a whole, but three, because it ended Desmond's storyline, it has kind of been a detriment to the Assassin's Creed franchise. And this doesn't tie in, uh, Aveline stuff or just Assassin's Creed liberations in general doesn't tie in the future timeline whatsoever. It's huh. almost like it's non-existent. It, it does still do stuff recommend, like suggesting that you are in an animus, but you you never go outside of the animus in any way, shape, or form. So That's weird. Yeah, because it'll occasionally there's these uh citizen E things that will happen where you have to like look for a a target to kill to get the true story, but it'll pop up and it'll be like this find this guy to do the true thing. It's just like a, the voice of God, basically. <laughs> like, nice. Um, which was a weird thing, but and you have to do that to get the true ending of the game because uh well yeah that, i don't know that game's got a lot of stuff i don't necessarily want to spoil and that's because it's despite being an old game it did like come out within the last year in terms of the remaster that came out with as part of the season pass of uh for odyssey if you had odyssey or or you can buy this separately from it but yeah, I mean, Aveline, you're in uh, Louisiana for most of the game. You do go to some Mayan ruins. Yeah. But, yeah, you're all, everybody's speaking French for the most part. Um, <laughs> you're in the bayou. It, it, there's essentially three maps because you're in Louisiana for the majority of the game. And then there's the bayou map. And then you do have a Mayan area. That, that sounds really to. cool. Yeah, the Mayan area was probably the coolest part of it, um, which it's just a very, it, there's about two sections of the game that take place there, uh, which is usually just kind of like going through some like cavern-y type stuff, you know, to get those assassin's relics, the uh, the stuff that makes Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed. <laughs> um, it, it, it it is missing a lot of the dressing of like a full release, but I guess that's why it was on a handheld because it doesn't have like some of the older stuff of like the dumb puzzles you could solve and everything that was kind of the fun where it was like shift these blocks and make them match, which I, I kind of miss that they've gotten rid of all that stuff and stripped <laughs> it out of Assassin's Creed as a whole. But solid game. Connor shows up in it. I guess I'll spoil that, but. <laughs> Whoa, spoiler. Spoilers. I, I'll drop that Connor's in it. I mean, it's to be expected if it since it is tied in directly to three. Yeah. But my boy, Connor, he's there. Uh, anyway, that I, I felt I just don't. It was like an itch. So I just had to, like, get that done, get it out of the way. But yeah. uh, this week, uh, the Mega Man ZX collection or Mega Man Z like zero collection came out. And I bought that on Switch, and I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, just the first one, so Mega Man Zero. Um, you play Zero in that, no surprise. Uh, <laughs> it. I hesitate to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It's it's the Dark Souls of Mega Man. Oh God! Oh, you've said the magic word. It's it's brutal. It's like very. Luckily, you can turn on a 
like I, I didn't start with it, but I did turn it on later. But you can turn on a mode that uh gives you checkpoints. Oh yeah. Otherwise, without it, th- this is how like crazy punishing the game is. You go in, you do a level, you you at the very start of the game, you're only given three retries. So and when you retry, it starts you at the beginning of the. Level. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So so that's already pretty ridiculous, but okay, let's just say you get to a boss and like you, you don't beat him within your retries, so you just you're you're forced to give up. You can replay that level, but it does progress the storyline a bit, and you can just flat out fail. Nice. And then you just got to reload your save. So you're actually better off just if you die just reloading your save, but it it just it's a colossal pain in the ass. So you might as well play with the checkpoints on. Uh, which basically give you like unlimited continues. You can die on the bosses as many times as you want. Nice. But the boss fights are pretty brutal where you'll die in like two or three hits. Granted, there is a system in this game that I'm not fully interacting with. And it's cause I, it, it wasn't really explained very much. They just mention it's there. Yeah. But there are uh cyber elves. <laughs> what? Now I don't really understand the system cause it was not explained very well at all. And despite having played this, like, in my youth, I don't really remember it all that well. But the Cyber Elves, it seems like, can serve as, like, anything from attack upgrades to, uh, like, health tanks and all that. But I, I don't really understand how they work or how to equip them. It seems every time I go to equip them, I can't. <laughs> and I know I've used one of them once, but I don't understand how. And then you can feed them, and I don't understand what that does either. Because I don't really remember how to get to the menu to do that. <laughs> So, needless to say, there is a system in place that I'm, like, not interacting with at all that I don't fully understand because they did not. It It's a weird case where they tutorialize things that you should already know, like how to attack and everything, and then they never tutorialize things that make absolutely no sense, like this elf system or uh, what I struggled. I had to actually go in the options and figure out how to do it. Um, you have so you start the game with a main weapon and a sub weapon, but for some reason it starts with the blaster as your main weapon and the sword as your sub weapon. Now, in a modern day video game, those would be two separate buttons. Yeah, but this was on. I mean, this still shouldn't have been an issue on the GBA, but it it must have been. <laughs> but you have to put it's on one of the shoulder buttons to switch between the two. And it's like, why is it just not one of the other buttons that doesn't do anything? <laughs> um, Yeah. So it, that took me a while to figure out and I had to go in the options to find out how to just switch to my sword. So I was like, I have the sword. I just don't know how to use it. And then I switched my sword to my main weapon and then my gun to my sub weapon. Because yeah. that makes more sense being that you're zero. But yeah, this has six, Mega Man games, so to speak, um, despite the fact that they're kind of... the This is a weird section to Mega Man because it's got 0, 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then I think two ZX games, uh, which is... I think when they did switch over to ZX, I think that's when... Once again, I'm not 100% sure. I'm This, this is an area of Mega Man I didn't really do. I'm more of classic Mega Man and Mega Man X is like my jam. And I guess I did a little bit of Battle Network. But yeah. but I think when it switches over to ZX, I think Mega Man and Zero fused in a weird way. 
I know this got a weird timeline. <laughs> and th- this actually takes place after the X series. This is 100 years after Mega Man X took place. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, Mega Man is, like, the bad guy. <laughs> that's, but, yeah, that's weird. But I think, now I could be wrong. This is just my me theorizing. I Because I can't remember much of this game at all. Um, I think when they... When you got brought back, you got brought back in a like a more normal, healthy way. But I think when they brought back Mega Man, I think he's actually infected with the Sigma virus. I think nice. is what happened. But in any case, I've been having a lot of fun playing that. Um, yeah, I mean, then otherwise I played more like uh, uh, Lapis Labyrinth, um, because that's just a real good mindless mash them mashing crash and getting them treasures game that nobody here cares about um (laughs) is that is that it (laughs) what's what are you what are you looking forward to drinking those games drinking the game fuel there's like no games coming out next week yeah there are nothing i care about It's hard when you don't care about anything, Justin. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. That game looks tight. What is it? The fighting game. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I Based on Grand Blue. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Yeah. Care about that? It was Pokemon Day after all. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't look like there's anything that I'm looking forward to this next week. You don't want to play, it's already out, but you can play Corruption 2029. I still want to play that. I haven't gotten the World of Horror. I really want to get that and try that out. Yeah, that game looks fun. Um, Yeah, there's, I mean, Samurai Showdown's coming to Switch. Uh, Blood Roots looks kind of cool. That's got a, it's kind of like uh, Hotline Miami a bit. Yeah. You're like a Viking guy and you're just smashing and crashing at like high <laughs> speeds. Um, One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. That if you if you're into weird fighting games, uh, Room Factory Four specials came out on Switch. So they're doing a theater re re release for the Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah, I know they're doing a re. A yeah, that's thing. Yeah, they're doing a theater run of it as well, uh, which is separate from the Netflix thing. I wonder... I guess I should have mentioned that in the news, but it seemed. Wasted on your ears, um, <laughs> specifically the people in this room, not our listeners. I, I de- care deeply about the listeners. <laughs> Ow. Are they, so is that going to have <laughs> the original audio? I don't. Yes. Okay. It's separate from the Netflix thing. It has nothing to do with the Netflix thing. It's just a theater I run the th- of Tokyo Godfather. I wonder if the theater here is going to have it. Probably not. It's not going to be a Fathom event. <laughs> it might be, but it's. It's safer to say they probably won't because we don't get 90% of the anime movies. It's going to be... That's on March 9th. Um, what about the Wild Goose Lake? I wonder if it's anything like Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> nah, probably not. Uh, but yeah, all, I don't see any movies even that, or that I want to see. But I mean, Altered week. Carbon, this new season launched. I want to watch that, even though I've heard mixed things about the new season. But I'll oh, be man. the judge of that. I still haven't uh, even finished season one. Oh, God. Paradise PD Part 2 uh, is coming March 6th. I also haven't seen season one of that. I have you, it on my list. You should watch it. It's 
It's animation's disgusting. It doesn't look good at all, but it's oh, jokes. so it's like um, it's comedy is way better than you would ever think. It's like oh shit, I can't remember the name of that other show now. Uh, Joe JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders is now on Netflix. If you're really behind the times, <laughs> I am because I haven't seen any JoJo. Uh, so I participate in JoJo memes. That's about it. I'm really interested to see if that there is Toku Pokemon. The, they re, Netflix remade Pokemon the first movie in 3D, and I I've been meaning to watch that. That came out the other day on Pokemon Day, actually. But yeah, that it's it's weird that they remade Pokemon the first movie, but in 3D for some inexplicable reason. Yeah, I actually did hear some decent things about it, though, so... They changed Mewtwo's kind of... His design for the 3D movie. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Uh, But, yeah, I mean... That's... It, it's, it's slow goings right now, for sure. I mean, things pick up, like, post... A little bit in like the middle mid, of the mid, month. Middle of March, I mean, kind of, I think Ori and the Blind Forest kicks it off on the 11th. Yeah. Well, Ori 2, I guess. Uh, Will of the Wisp is technically what it is. But, yeah, that that's kind of like the start of that. Because it's like that, then Neo 2, and then uh, and then you'll have the 20th, which is Doom and uh, Animal Crossing. And then after that, it's like a bunch of games. Because it's, it's going to be Final Fantasy 7 and then Cyberpunk. And yeah. So... Yeah, things are a little slow right now for sure. Um, but I'm still I'm still playing plenty of stuff. It's just I I feel I can't talk about it here because because nobody cares about any of the games I'm playing. Nobody cares about <laughs> Blasphemous. Nobody cares about Kakarot. Nobody cares about how many well, Chaozus died. We, nobody. <laughs> Do you see? I I sent that to you, right? The um death the, death of a salesman, but it's Chaozu. No, it was uh. <laughs> <laughs> the pop figure um yeah oh yeah the it's a pop but it's yeah of uh yamcha dead, yeah dead yamcha <laughs> um which i mean yeah has become like a weird meme but yeah i don't know pop why why pop figures and i'm not talking like portraits of pirates i know that gets confusing <laughs> but pop fig- i think frost died over there I am so tired. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, she hates pop figures. No, I'm so tired. Like I, I sometimes I invite Frost over and look at my figure collection, and she falls asleep. <laughs> There's something about all of those eyes watching me. It's comforting. It makes me sleepy. Um, they don't even have eyes. How far are you in Kakarot now, though? I'm in the Android Saga. The Android Saga. How far is that in? I've, I've my Android Saga of, is right before the Cell Saga because they okay. kind of, they kind of run into each other and technically the Android Saga and Cell Saga are one and the same. Yeah, because I'm like I I've seen like a bunch of Dragon Ball Z like way back in the day, but it's like chunks and pieces that like I don't know where the timeline fits in for me. <laughs> See, and I'm kind of worried going into the like after the Cell Saga, how much of the like I don't know if they're gonna do any of the Great Saiyan stuff. I like I have no clue how much of that or if any of that they cover. And then that goes into the Boo Saga. And then I keep thinking of the Boo Saga, and I'm like, that's going to be ridiculously long. Because <laughs> you got... Yeah, I remember that being like, it's super long. Because well, you got to the... do all the Majin stuff. Yeah. And that, that includes Majin Vegeta and all that stuff. And and then you got to do like 
uh, Deborah and all that crap before, yeah. and that's before Boo's even like summoned really. And yeah. then you would have Fat Boo, and they fight him forever before like, and then Goku goes Super Saiyan three and all that, and then, and then you got he, Fat Boo separates into Fat Boo and Evil Boo, yeah. and then they fight, and then. And then Evil Boo becomes Super Boo, and then like su- they're fighting Super Boo forever, yeah. and then Super Boo absorbs like everybody, so to speak. Like and somewhere in there, Mister Satan gets involved. Well, because he absorbs uh, Super Boo. Well, yeah, Hercule Satan becomes like best friends with Fat Boo, uh, and with his dog B. But but the point is that Super Boo absorbs uh, Gohan and has like Gohan's gi and all that. <laughs> Um, that it gets crazy, and then but then like I'm just thinking like how many fights this is gonna be, or how many I'm gonna be in control of, because it's like do I have to do adult Gohan versus Boo, and then I get like absorbed, and then do I and then do I have to be uh Go Tanks fighting Boo because they fight <laughs> Super Boo, and it's oh, like boy. well, and th- this is all before Kid Boo happens, yeah. Like, I'm like, how many fights is that going to be? Because even, like, when I think of Cell Saga, I'm like, Cell Saga is not really, like, even with Android Saga included in that, that's not really that many fights that take place because they kind of yada, yada, yada over a lot of it. Yeah. Because it's like, Goku got sick. (laughs) Goku's not here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He got sick. I was surprised they did include... He took a sick day. They included uh, Android uh, 19 and 20. Which is usually like everybody forgets about them, uh. But that that was the weird uh white faced one uh that looks really bizarre, <laughs> and the Doctor Jero android, um. Which, like, it felt weird that weird that you actually do those fights. But I've already, uh, Jero android already woke up. Uh, android uh, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Um, so, well, <laughs> woke up Android, uh, 16 and 17, uh, and then they woke up Android 18, no, uh, Android 17 and 18 got woken up and they woke up Android 16, who's the, uh, red-haired mohawk one who wants to, his only thing is to destroy Kakarot, but he becomes best friends with Gohan. You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Green armor. I can't remember the name though. He's Android 16. Oh, okay. But yeah, that that that's why I got all the numbers mixed up there because they're all androids with numbers. But, yeah, the, but the 17 and 18 are the twins. Yeah, I that I always lose track of the names there. <laughs> um, which yeah, and and then so so I already fought them to as well with uh Vegeta. Yeah. So that's uh, which which like like I said, the, the Kakarot kind of skips over some of the fun stuff of the show, like where Vegeta gets like kicked in the arm and gets his arm broken, which is like funny because in almost every arc, Vegeta gets his arm broken. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny. But yeah, I haven't quite done the. I think I'm going as Piccolo to fuse with Kami. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, Piccolo fuses with Kami, and then you fight uh seventeen. I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going. I think that's right before Cell shows up. And then because I, I think Piccolo fights 17 and they find out they're an equal match, but 17 is technically stronger by virtue of having 
limitless energy. And then I think Cell shows up. And then I know Piccolo fights Cell. And then Tien fights Cell. And I once again, I don't know how many of these fights I'm going to actually have to do. Because <laughs> that's all before you go in the hyperbolic time chamber. And I don't know how much, if they're going to like just be like, then they went in the hyperbolic time chamber. Or if it's going to be like, yeah, they did that. Or if, like, I don't know if I'm going to have to be like Gohan versus Goku in there or like Trunks versus Vegeta in there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the Cell arc's like a, a good arc. I mean, that was when Dragon Ball Z was supposed to end at Cell. Uh, and then it just kept going and it keeps going. Yeah. Like the, never the, ends. The, the, the Boo, the boo Saga is technically not good. Really? It, you don't like the Boo Saga? I think everybody doesn't really like the Boo Saga when it comes to the brass tacks on it. It's got problems. I mean, I think everybody can agree that uh, Kid Trunks and Kid and Goten are really annoying. As much as I, I'm like fine with Gotenks, like he's whatever, but like he's fun yeah. in his own stupid way. But them separately, it's like Goku, how the hell did you clone yourself? Like, <laughs> yeah, like how did this happen? And like I don't know, Kid Trunks is kind of a douche. Like uh, I like yeah. Future Trunks is where it's at. <laughs> Everyone loves Future Trunks. Yeah, fu- Future Trunks is he's because he knows what happens. Well, he's been in like <laughs> not only in Z is like Cell Saga one of the best arcs ever. So he's involved directly in that. And I mean, he's just got a cool design and he's got a sword, so that's always cool. Uh, but. <laughs> But also in Dragon Ball Super, he's involved in, like, the best arc in Super. Yeah. So, Trunks is a winner in my book. Yeah. <clears throat> well, see, I, re- I mean, there's not really anything I was looking forward to. You didn't to, play but, anything? But I did play some games. So, uh, I played a lot more of... Neon Chrome, which, as I've described, it's like a top, it's it's a it's a Hotline Miami, but in a cyberpunk future. I call it a cyberpunk future. Cyberpunk future. It's really good. Um, I think, like I said, like last when I was playing, I didn't uh, get very far. I was, I think, the furthest I got was like level two. Now I've gotten to just a few levels before where I defeat the, uh, like, Overseer, which I believe was, like, an AI or something trying to eliminate me and other dissidents in Sounds the city. Sounds a lot like Nex Machina. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really cool because um, you can, like, you get money. So, like I said, it's a roguelike. You get money that you earn while you play by, like, you looting or when you kill people people you get stuff um and uh <clears throat> you use that money to like you can up you can upgrade your health and your damage and other stuff like the amount of like upgrade slots you can cuz you can find places that you can upgrade yourself in um and you have so many slots that you can upgrade yourself with and some of them are cool like where you can make yourself invisible or you can have double ammo clip size um or like whenever you throw an explosion it like has it's actually like a cluster bomb and more explosions pop off of it um just like really cool random stuff like that and um 
you can also use the money to pay for like web like to ensure that you get a certain weapon because when you when you go into the machine and pick a clone you're not always insured like what weapon you're going to start with or what abilities you're going to start with um with that you can but you can pay money to make sure that you start with a specific weapon up to a certain level and which in the beginning like the highest level you can buy is a level 10 above that it says that you have to have defeated the overseer 1.0 so um i'm thinking that since i haven't actually defeated it, i'm thinking that basically the game's new game plus is essentially you defeat overseer 1.0 and then he upgrades to overseer 2.0 and that's how the game kind of levels up it gets smarter or something i'm not sure but uh so are you a convert on the rogue genre it depends on i don't like rogue likes because this is a rogue like rogue light light yeah but i mean i was just thinking i mean like in some ways uh celeste is a bit of a rogue type game um i don't think so i wouldn't call it a rogue like you you start the screen over when you die yeah that's why i'm like it's 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 very once again kind of in the vein of a rogue light type game like, but like you it, don't it, like dying doesn't mean you have to start all the way from the beginning yeah but a screen can be very long sometimes <laughs> i guess that's true there are some of those sequences but i don't when i think of a rogue like i'm i think of like you get one shot to get from beginning to end of the game well, yeah, in a true roguelike, but I, I mean, like, I, I always think... So, like, roguelites, I'm a little more okay with. Yeah, I mean, like, like Rogue Legacy, I guess, is the, like, the my touchstone for a roguelite game. Yeah. Because you do carry, you do have to kind of one-shot the whole thing to actually beat it, but you do carry over some carries, progress and, yeah. like, upgrades. Yeah, because, like, um, what's FTL? I can't fucking stand FTL. I've never actually done FTL, but I th- I'm pretty sure I would like it. Um, because it just seems in my wheelhouse, but I, I got to really rogue games and like any type of rogue game. I have to really be in the mood for it. Yeah. I just feel like I just endlessly get fucked over in FTL and even, um, void bastards. That's a rogue light. And even that one, I'm just constantly just like, I want to hear how people like played that game. Like, Oh yeah, I got the, all the pieces I needed for the first thing I needed to build in the, in, on my first go. I'm like, it took me like, fucking like 30 lives to get that far like i just seeing as much as i'm always running out of ammo and shit this is where i still always think of the like as much as i know everybody fucking hates the comparison but it's it it becomes like the easiest comparison to make is that this is where i think of souls games because it's like the souls games are punishing in the sense of like you have your souls but when you die you drop your souls yeah and if you can make it back to get your souls you can get your souls back and it has other like punishing mechanics in there as well, but but it doesn't like fully roll back any of your progress. Yeah. But, and usually, like this is where you I, you can also think of it in terms of like something like a Celeste being almost like a Souls game. But like I said, anything if you break it down into enough parts, you could consider it a Souls game. But <laughs> you because when you do a run, um, typically like a, between a bonfire and the boss is like X amount of enemies. And you could typically like, if you know the path, you can just run past all those enemies and do yeah. go jump straight into the boss, beat the boss. Usually there's bonfire immediately after the boss. Of course, bonfire doesn't matter. Bosses die permanently. So th- this is like I said, it's kind of that you could look at something like Celeste where it is like you clear the screen and you could view that path between 
bonfire and boss as your screen that you have to clear. Yeah. Um, and like I said, that can even be applied to an FTL or whatever it might be. Um, anything that's, I guess, rogue adjacent is also like, it, it's hard for me not to see elements of Dark Souls in there somewhere as much yeah. as, like I said, I know everybody hates comparisons to Dark Souls, but it's like, it's impossible not to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in this one, it's like you can, once you beat a boss, because there's like, there's, I believe, six levels in this tower or building that you go through. So, and every five levels you get to a is a boss. And after you beat that boss, you're basically on the new floor. And once you beat that boss, then you can access an elevator to get to that. So, like, you're, you could start out at level one or you can start out at, like, level six or whatever. Um, after you beat that boss, so you could just choose that teleporter. So you can, oh, you could start at level one, level two, level three, level four, whatever, after you defeat that boss for that level. But it's almost like it's not in your best interest to do that because if you start all the way from the beginning at level one, you have more opportunities to A, collect more money, get more upgrades, get better weapons, upgrade your weapons because you're cl- you're still unlocking stuff as you go. And the more stuff you do, the more levels your weapon goes up, so it does more damage and stuff. So, like, it's it's in your best interest to start at level one, even though you can get to, like, start at level four, but then you're going to have, like, oh, well, I my health is shit because I don't have any, like, upgrades on my body anymore. And my Which you can pay for if you unlock them, but you still have to find them in the world in order to unlock them. I'm sure later in the game it'll be more beneficial to start at a later point. Yeah, probably like after you defeat Overseer 1.0, which like I there is a room that's locked that says it that's called hacking. You can't access it until you defeat Overseer 1.0. <laughs> so I have no idea what that room does. Um, but yeah, Interesting. it's it's really cool. I really enjoy it. The mechanics are really fun. Um, I got a lot better at it after a little bit. Like I said, like my favorite, uh, my favorite weapon so far is like the laser assault rifle or the like the ion assault rifle. <laughs> so there's like all these different classes of weapons. Like you have like, oh, you just do regular assault rifle. Or it's like, oh, now there's a photon assault rifle, and they have shock. Like shotguns suck. I don't like the shotguns. The s the there's burst rifles, which are also pretty cool because that's like you can just one shot enemies that take multiple shots with that one because it just burst shots into them um and there's like rockets too which i don't like because there's usually too many enemies to deal with that and you can also there's like special abilities where you have homing rockets or throwing grenades um you can have like a laser blast that just shoots lasers in like every direction ah kamehameha (laughs) so (laughs) you can so if like you're surrounded you could just shoot lasers in every single direction and just kill everybody it's a lot of cool stuff it's it's a really solid game i really recommend it it's on game pass so um everything's on game pass these days yeah everything you guys should check out yakuza zero now that that's officially on game pass yeah, i have to check that out um also like so and then last week i asked on twitter because i randomly <laughs> frost mm. you're snoring was i <laughs> yeah oh i'm so sorry <laughs> I'll get out of here. Sorry. 
Um, so last week on Twitter, I I I felt like I I I want to play a good good ass like snowboarding game and just listen to music. And so I asked on Twitter, see if any games had come out Steve. recently because I hadn't. Like I'm not in the know with snowboarding games anymore. The last one I played was Amped, the original on the Xbox, which was a pretty good game. I like that. Um, and I was recommended to play Steep, which I'd never even heard of. That came out in 2016. Yeah, you never heard of the Ubisoft game Steep? Yep, yeah, nope. Um, which it has more than just snowboarding. Yeah, well, I'm getting to that. Let me talk about the game. Well, I am talking about the game. I'm talking about the I'm game. I'm talking about the game. This is where I play, Marcus. You talked forever. I want to talk about something. I just want to talk about video games. So let me tell you about Steve. No, fuck you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had no idea that this, this game, so I, I download Steve. And holy shit, this game has a lot of stuff in it. it yeah, so yeah, there's snowboarding, which is where I want. That's what I've mostly been playing. Snowboarding, you can ski, you can wingsuit jump, you can parachute, you can trick trick parachute, you can ski with a parachute. My only question is: is can you can you be can you be a flat earther and you put yourself in a rocket and die? Uh yes. <laughs> um you can there's there's the the rocket wings thing. Oh, so you <laughs> Yeah. So you can just go up in the air and just come back down and crash and KO yourself. Um yeah, so they have like it, and this is like it has Red Bull branding all over this thing cuz you know Red Bull. Yeah, it's um, got Sean White all over this thing cuz he's the only Winter sports relevant. person, anybody knows? Yeah, relevant <laughs> winter sports. Um, also, like, it has sledding? You can just ride a sled down this that's, fucking that's mountain. That's pretty cool. And, and, like, and it's a tiny sled. Like, it's it's got to be a sled. Like, your, your front, your, your legs are hanging off the front, and, like, your butt's planted on a sled, and you're trying to balance going down this mountain, and you, eventually you just lose control and just kill yourself on the sled so you know the weird thing about steep was when it was announced at e3 whenever the hell it was announced it was like it, it was kind of the last announcement at ubisoft showcase at e3 and it was like you're gonna love what we show you and then they showed steep and it was like everybody in the crowd and then like myself at home watching it being like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> like uh, i thought you were announcing like some real like cool game and then you're like it's a live service mountain game. Just do do stuff on a snowy mountain. Anyway, so <clears> there <throat> I was on my night elf mohawk. <laughs> so yeah, this game being live service is like, yeah, like you can, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can just buy. Like, and they always have like, they have like, there's like an up, there's like a thing related to like the Olympics now. Um, well, I think you benefited from waiting and not hearing about this and playing it in like after several updates have happened yeah because i know when it initially launched there wasn't a whole lot of content yeah because well the the rocket thing like that was never in the base game which it is now um yeah i think even oh i i don't think sledding was there that like i've never even heard sledding until now yeah this is fucking insane like you can just you, and you can 
fucking you you could just get like you're on fucking the Matterhorn on top of the Matterhorn and you can be like, all right, I'm gonna sled down the Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> and you just start like getting, like because you're supposed to like you try to slow down and you just your guy just starts going at it and then you can, the only way you can balance is just go left and right it's it you just balancing left and right and you guys just like freaking out just like trying to balance and you just you just smash you just go flying off a cliff and you you, you just die <laughs> you, have to, you have to just either restart or or pick a new spot to go to but it's really cool because like most it's an open world game that actually benefits from Ubisoft's method of open world gaming. Yeah, I mean... Because it's like a thing that deserves to be open world. It, the the thing is, though, like, even when they announced it, like, it sounds like they eventually made this into, like, a very solid product and people like it, That especially, like, someone in your case who was actually looking for a snowboarding game. But it, yeah. it's like when they announced it, and especially at the E3 stage, and especially as, like, the closer, <laughs> it was like, who... Nobody asked for this. Like yeah, nobody I was think, like, "Man, make an open world like snow winter sports game." Cause that came after the the that came after a SSX game, right? Like there's an SSX game, and then this happened like what yeah, the year later. So. Yeah, so I mean, I don't. Like, it's not a super popular genre. Like the extreme sports games are kind of like they've been on the downcline. Um, yeah, while I mean, like racing type games have been on the up, like like motorsports games are like more popular than they ever have been but like extreme sports are just like Ew, why are people playing those um, well i don't think anything will ever reach the heights of tony hawk like yeah probably not like like tps3 like but this is like well, i mean tps2 i guess probably was the most popular one to but. me like so this feels like like comparing like skate to tony hawk like this is like compare you would care compare steep to amped or ssx Player where it's like that what same about kind of pool borders. <laughs> it's it's kind of that same dynamic where steep is going for the more like realistic part of like snowboarding. Okay, where does snowboard kids fall in? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you there really isn't any like board grinding. Like you're not like trying to do tr- like you're trying to do tricks when you do jumps and stuff, but you're like you're not trying to like do a combo like flip and then land on top of a, a bar and grind down it and then do a flip off of the bar. Like you're not doing that. Like what you would be doing in amp where are, you're trying to chain stuff. Are there like quests or like story? Yeah. Or? There's like story. It's like real, it's like mission based kind of stuff where, so you can, you can pan around the mountain and like, you know how like in every Ubisoft game, you're like looking around for something like that's a vantage point. Yeah. And so you're skiing or snowboarding down this mountain and you can kind of like it'll tell you like, oh, there's something nearby and you can. But you have to and you open up your like your binoculars and you have to zoom in and it like scans like a location and you then that's a new drop location. You can go there and you can find other events up there like on the map. Okay, I just and, didn't know how objective based this would be because. When they advertised it, it was just like, yeah, you can just do these things in it. But like, I'm always left with the like, but why? Like, I, I, yeah, they're, they're, it's really, this really is just like, imagine you want to just be a snowboarder yeah, and I, just go do snowboarding things. I mean, I, but I think that stuff's fine for some people. I just need them to like kind of, for, for me, as I've talked about before on this cast, but the, I kind of need them to point me in a direction, yeah. like to be like, hey, go over here there's cool shit like 
you might want to snowboard down this peak because you'll see some yeah. cool shit over well, here. Well, your your main where... ob- your main objective is to gain like basically notoriety points or fame points, um, to be like an influencer or something. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. So then you can you want to get enough like notoriety so that you can get into the Red Bull events. <laughs> and yeah, so it's like it's like imagine you're a real life snowboarder and you're trying to like get sponsored by Red Bull is what this game is is essentially okay i just like i said i it like i'm still it's probably not a game i would check out just because it's not in my yeah. wheelhouse like at all really yeah I, I mean i played like i played cool borders way back in the day <laughs> and like some of those games uh but it, it like i said i i always just need those like carrots and sticks of like goals it, it sounds like this does actually have that yeah it has yeah and there's and like there's so much to do though like they just there's, I mean, and obviously with there being like different types of events and stuff like so you can um, and it also kind of like feeds you stuff based off of like what you have been doing. So you can go down like you can be like, OK, well, this is like a freestyle trick course where you just you start at point A and you have to try to get as many points as you can to get a sil- uh, sil- gold, silver or bronze medal. And once you get a gold medal, it'll be like, okay, well, we'll suggest this other thing to you since you played this. And it's just like another kind of like in that same line of what you've been doing. Um, and, and there's like, there's a lot of like exploring aspects of it too. Like just cause basically just snowboarding or skiing down a mountain, you'll find like different events and stuff that you can then access after you find them. So like they encourage you to explore so it's like it, it's it's basically a really good representation of like what like um backcountry skiing or snowboarding actually is because like once you get to a certain point you can just like use a helicopter to drop into any part that you anywhere you want like there's designated drop zones that you can go to or you can just like you get enough notoriety where you can just have a helicopter and just drop wherever you feel like and I think before you get that point, you have to like pay for tickets or something to get to that, which is probably where they're making money as a games as, as a service type deal with this game. Yeah, I mean, it. I just I, I hate the service model of things. But <laughs> um, I, any, I mean, almost any game company. Like, I I'm gonna say this, and I know people would have a counterpoint to it, but I'm like, almost any big game company needs a service model. Like, especially when they're, like, stupidly big and they don't have something, like, if if you look at somebody like, like, Sony or Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo, they can kind of get away with it because they have hardware cells, like, hardware, accessories, and so on and so forth backing them that is not, like, necessarily service games, so they don't need a live service game or, like, battle passes or whatever it might be yeah. to keep them afloat. But if you look at, like, Ubisoft, Activision, Blizzard... Yeah. Um, like you name it, but I'm like the one people would throw in my face, which still it, it's, it's an exception to the rule would be CD project red yeah, or say project red, I guess. But, but I'm like the reason that one's omitted from all this is because they have God. Yeah, that's true. Like s- similar with, uh, and they make Valve. a shitload of money off of that. Cause like Valve doesn't need a live service game yeah. because they own steam. So it's like, they, and they have hats, which is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but I'm like that. That's why I'm like that. Those are kind yeah. of escape that. But well, I mean, just for them to be able, like, because that that became an issue with Destiny, where like they were like, we don't have enough money to like do this live thing. <laughs> well, I mean, in the in the case with Destiny, it's like you the like 
I mean, I st- I still am hesitant to consider Destiny an MMO, but it like it is an MMO for lack of a better word. I wouldn't call it. Yeah, it's it is, but it isn't. But it's still like a live I, service game. I, I always felt like Destiny is somewhere in between like the Diablo realm based like thing where you're kind of like making rooms and instances for people. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere above that, but below like World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, but in any case, it you can't keep having content and like like even if they were just making DLC and all that stuff, like it, you can't continue to have content like that if they're not like if they don't have a steady flow of money. Yeah, because otherwise they they would like it's the only MMO that really you don't have to pay a subscription for. Yeah, because uh, almost every other MMO other than like Guild Wars. But Guild Wars ha- also has shitloads of microtransactions and shit. Yeah. Like, at least Guild Wars 2. Like not, yeah, Guild not Wars 1 Guild Wars, didn't have any of that, but... It, it was made in a different age where it yeah. could be... It could get away with some of that stuff, but... Yeah. But yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, you need to pay developers and develop shit, and that costs money at the yep. end of the day. Um, Not to say any of that stuff's not predatory and scummy, but just don't play those things, uh... My my thing though, when it comes to steep, I guess what what I guess my point of this long tangent is, is that steep never needed to be a life service game. <laughs> but at the same time, they keep they keep doing stuff with it. Like they're still putting content out. So I, I mean, mean, it's a four year old game, and they're still putting stuff out. Like, you, when have you heard of that for a snowboarding game? I mean, I've said it a hundred thousand times before, and Ubisoft is like the best, like bar none, when it comes to supporting their games. And actually listening to the community. Yeah, I feel like if I were to start up Anno 2070, they would still have, like, because there's, like, an online voting system that happens, like, every, like, X days where you vote for, like, which person you want to be in charge, and it gives you, like, different boosts boosts within the game. So, like, if you vote for the AI, your AI stuff will have, a, you'll have a certain boost to, like, your AI stuff, or if you vote for, like, the eco initiative, you'll have, like, more, your, uh, you'll have, like, better chance of, I don't know. It's just like different events where like, oh, you vote for this president and different things will happen in your in your game. I bet that if I launched that today, despite how old Anno 2070 is, that will probably still be running. <laughs> still going. Well, and they, I think Ubisoft's biggest issue as a company is that they're, they're reaching kind of diminishing returns on like kind of an, they're making themselves obsolete. And this becomes the conundrum which a lot of games companies are running into of every game company wants to make a game that is that everybody's playing and they're spending all their time in it yeah. and all their money in it. Everyone wants a Fortnite. But so so everybody <laughs> wants to make that. But then at the same time, we want to do the Call of Duty route and release a new game every year. Yeah. And I'm like, these two things are running like they're diametrically opposed. Yeah. It's really like what's going on here. And because I'm like, you can't release a new, and I think they realized this when they released that, uh, more recent call, uh, Tom Clancy game, being like, oh man, like shit, nobody's buying and playing this game. Yeah, uh, and and it's like, but everybody's still playing like Siege and like uh last year's game of this and like all that, and it's just like, yeah, well, you can't like you can't endlessly support your titles and then expect them to buy the new one. Yeah, it it just you're. You're making your you're running into you're fighting yourself. Yeah, 
And like I said, Ubisoft, I think, at least finally realized that and realizes they need to, like, change some things and why all their games got pushed. And like I said, I'm not going to say Ubisoft is the best company, like, at, like, period. I think all companies, to some degree, are scummy, and definitely they all want... They're, they're companies. They want money yeah. at the end of the day. But but I, when it when it comes to actually, like, a company that listens to its audience and actually, like, like if the community is like oh this thing is like shitty or broken or not working i'm like they fix it pretty quick they're yeah pretty they've been good about it. that and i think like i said before they they support their games for a really long time yeah well like you and said it, like how steep didn't seem like a fully featured game when it first came out and me buying this now like i'm like well play, you're shit, playing on a, game pass aren't you yeah it's on yeah. well no actually no i i got it's this isn't on game pass it okay. was it was like 20 bucks on sale or something with the X Games Pass. Okay, I think they gave it away for free on PS Plus at one oh, okay. time or another. It, it, it's, it's been around. Yeah, <laughs> and, but I don't know, I'm really enjoying this because there's a lot of, uh, like, they, they, they emulate the whole backcountry stuff, I think, really well. And, like, the, the fit, like, the snow physics, like, the, and the look of the game. It's just like, I mean, especially compared to like, oh, the last game I played was Amped. <laughs> and like going down the mountain and just seeing like you making a path through the snow or like chunks of snow flying off and like kind of pushing snow in other directions where it's just like a little snowball rolling through it. Just really cool stuff like that. Flying through the air, landing on stuff. Your guy just like screams and oh god, and he's, <laughs> no 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 no, and then you like crash and you just KO. So you got to start over. If you if you don't kill yourself, you can just get back up. But sometimes you like fall, you'll fall down a slope, but then you just like ragdoll into oblivion because it's just like it's so steep <laughs> that you so- just that you just keep going. You guys just like flipping all over the place, <laughs> and then um. Now there's skiing in this, right? Yeah, there is skiing, which I haven't done any of that because I was just like, okay, I, I don't, I wasn't interested in the skiing. Well, I, mean, I might, I, just think I might pop un- into that, but like, it's it's weird to think of how uncommon skiing is represented in like games just in general. Yeah, because I was all I I was all about the snowboarding. I wanted to do some snowboarding stuff, and um, it's just been really awesome. And then. There's like also like replays like so like you go you can go down a slope and then it like tracks your path and you can replay everything you did um, and save it and go through it and you can like edit video that way. Um, and so like you can start and you can like change the viewpoint so like it doesn't just record the video it records like your whole like run and then you can just like pan around your guy as he's going over cliffs. Um, oh yeah there's go they're heavily sponsored by gopro in this as well so you can actually like customize your character to where he's wearing on it on his head or on his helmet he's wearing a gopro and you can even choose like a gopro hero 4 or gopro hero 5 so you can choose to be i'm not as updated on the gopro i'm i'm a little slightly poorer guy with the gopro hero 4 this game was produced in like the peak gopro time like yeah. it, it was definitely like a product of its time where it was clearly developed while gopro was like such a big thing yeah and and so this is the funny part too like so like when you when you're switching through the camera modes when you're doing a replay 
there's two of them that are GoPro camera modes. And so like you'll have like the face view where you you see your like <laughs> forward or there's the one where it's like if as if you're holding a selfie stick or have a chest one where it's like pointed at your face. So you could just see your guy just like flipping all over the place <laughs> when you're going over jumps or you can just like look out. They went as far as emulating like all the clicks and pops that you get when you watch GoPro footage because of how shitty the oh, microphones damn. are. Like that's how, like so you just like this sounds like this sounds and looks like it's a real GoPro footage in this game. Yeah, I mean it sounded like they were really uh they're really aiming for the realism they, aspect of backcountry's snowboarding. Like a, I mean a, th- this really was like a a, a simulation really is kind of Yeah. And so like this and there's mold like you're like you, it takes place in the Alps. Uh, then you're um that's the main place. Alternatively, you can s- s- change locations and go to uh, Mount Denali in uh, Alaska. What about Mount Doom? <laughs> and then there's another <laughs> one that I can't remember. Um, oh, Japan. They have that That's in there, cool. but you have to have the Olympics DLC for that one. Um, which, yeah, so I, I spent a lot of time in the Alps. You know, we didn't talk about it on the last cast, but... The Olympics might get canceled. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> also do the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, Dick Pound? <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I wanted to bring said, that up. because said, it, said it's like they have three months to decide, which I imagine it's probably going to get postponed would be my guess, which yeah. would suck. But I mean, judging by the fact that Japan's mostly like closed down right now. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. So do you think like. His name is Richard and he goes by Dick and like Dick Pound became like his college nickname and he just like kept it after college. That's possible, like, but I like to think he was just named Dick. He's just named Dick, Dick Pound. Pound. Like I, I, it's I, a strong name. when I first heard <laughs> that a, name, I, name. I, I developed this entire lore where he was Richard Pound, but then like in, in, in high school or, or in, he went off to college and then like, People just were like, he, he, yo, Dick Pound. He was having mad sex left and right to where he gained, he, he was earned a, a nickname where guy. they called him. They started like, hey, your name's Richard? Oh, man. And your last name is Pound? All right, Dick Pound, man. And that just became his name, and he just kept it. Just <laughs> rolled with it. It's alpha status. <laughs> he, just, he just leans into it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, I really enjoyed the game. It's uh, I, If you want a snowboarding game i would recommend it um it's way different from any other snowboarding game because every other snowboarding game like i said it's like you just click on a menu and it's like this is your path down the mountain you you just follow the path and sometimes it's like a wide open path but most of the time it's really not it's just like we have everything roped off and this is the path that you take down the mountain and it's all curated to what you do but like in this one it's just like okay you're gonna start at the top of this mountain you're gonna just go down as far as you want um, until you reach like the edge of the map, basically. Um, and you're going to find like you can. Sometimes you'll find like snow parks where people have constructed like half pipes and jumps and stuff. Are there weather effects? This is just bad blizzards. I haven't experienced any of that. And wouldn't it be cool if you could like turn on weather effects and be like. There's like a nasty hailstorm <laughs> going on. There is like there's a day and night cycle, which is kind of cool. Um, there's like and some of the modes are 
really fun too. There is a mode where it's a race. It's it's a race, like a a speed race, but it's an impossible race. Like you can't finish this race on your snowboard. It's basically a race where you jump off a cliff and just like just ragdoll all the way down to the bottom. And so you have to be the first person to ragdoll to the finish line. Oh, gee. <laughs> That's pretty fun. I think it's called like the bone crusher challenge or something. Sounds pretty fun. Reminds it, which is another thing that made me reminded me of uh, skate because in the skate they have the hall of meat, <laughs> which is you just getting the most amount of crash points as possible. Yeah, that. But yeah, skiing on or snowboarding on this is really cool. Like, just a lot of just cool stuff that you just. I don't know. It's I'd recommend it. It it pays to play games uh, later. Sometimes it does. When, when you get all those patches and Which is updates like a lot of what I do. Complete edition. <laughs> um, trying and to you get the game for cheap. It's it's yeah. actually, yeah, it's, it's like infinitely better. It's infinitely better to play games later than yeah. day one. It, um, yeah, the base game was $10. And then oh. like the, the um, X Games edition was 20 So I just got the X Games edition because I had... If our listeners like claim games on like PlayStation or Xbox, like I, I could swear they've given this away for free, probably on both platforms. They like, might at have. Some point, it and then maybe I missed me. it. I don't know. But I'm trying to remember what else I did in that game because it's good stuff. You got a lot of gold medals and challenges because because I'm I'm always like when I play those types of games, it's like I I don't stop on this challenge until I get gold. But some oh, of them are yeah, fucking hard. <laughs> Obviously, as a trophy hunter, that's where I'm at. There's one, and there's Sucks. there's like movie challenges where they're like, "Oh, we're trying to get like these action shots, and you just got to jump off these things and do as many tricks as you can and land it." And see, have you ever been in a boat though, where like, try, like, at least in my case, because I I do play games like that, and I'm kind of a completionist of sorts, that that has ruined the game. Or at least you've been aware that it's you've been having less fun by being like I gotta get I gotta get that gold or like um it depends on the game because most of the games were like the I most games like where I want to do that is I'm usually having fun doing it but if I don't have fun doing it then I just don't do it yeah I think the one that where I finally like had to cut the cord on it because it stopped mattering at a certain point uh was Spider Man yeah there's. There's so much to do in that game. Well, some There's the, almost too much to do in that game. Some of the race stuff just was like the the gold. You got to be like, like so perfect. It's, perfect. It's stupid. Um, and you you don't need golds and everything to get the platinum or anything. So it was just like oh, really? eventually I was like, well, fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Look, I'm just here for the points I need to get the platinum trophy, and then I'm, I can leave. Yeah, there, I'm trying to think of what other game that. I, I did recently that was like that where it was just like you have to like do everything like so perfectly spot on to get the um I can't remember what it was though. I know a lot of racing games are like that though where it's like oh you like you tap the wall barely or like you just barely went off the track you that you have no way of beating That's this right. time trial or yeah that was doing that in Hydro Thunder when I played oh, right. that recently where I was just like I gotta get the gold so I'm just like. If you mess up once, you might as well just fucking start over because there's no way you're getting that goal. Which if they don't, like, the worst is when some of those games don't have, like, a quick reset. Yeah. 
like kicks you all the way out to be like, I'm back at the select screen. Yeah. Or like the menu's like really <laughs> slow where Damn it's it. like like in uh uh Demon's Tilt where like if I drain a ball at forty thousand, I'm like, Well fuck this. I want but And you gotta watch this like cutscene kinda like you, where it like pans over the table. That and also like the fact that like you starting at the top of the menu and having to press down a million times to get to the point where I can restart. Because <laughs> you start at the top of the menu, you press down, 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 down. Okay. It's like, it's almost faster to just drain the next two balls and start over. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the stuff that I played this you, week. You didn't play anything else? That's it. See, I forgot to mention that I, I, I watched Parasite. The movie? Yeah, I watched the movie Parasite. It's good. I did deserve the award. Yes, I I can't recommend the movie enough. Go watch it. You'll be thinking about it for like the rest of your life. Yeah, I see it. You'll be it. It's like, and and this is a my my take on it is it's not necessarily a good movie. There is great juxtaposition of shots made, uh, and like just it's a it's a movie that's real easy to understand and everything like, but it, it's deeper than all that. It's it's an onion. It's kind of like Shrek. <laughs> there's a lot of layers to it it's a lot of like stuff to dig through but that's where it becomes that i'm like it's a better conversation piece than it is a movie if you're looking for a movie where you you want to watch with people and then just have like a really long conversation a- after it this is a, a good movie to watch because there's a lot to discuss about this film well shit i should probably watch it and we can do a spoiler cast about it yeah we definitely could it's just i don't want to like almost saying anything about the movie really or the plot or anything that it's about would spoil the movie so it's so, like the outer wilds yeah it's <laughs> it's tough <laughs> oh you know I, I forgot i wanted to mention so bo you know how i mentioned how like they they take a lot of pictures yeah. of like that when they go out and mm-hmm. about um so it was really funny he posted re- like two days ago he posted a picture of him holding like a game boy in the middle of like a road it was a pretty cool looking picture um he was holding like his game like super game boy plus or something or color plus or something like that i can't remember exactly what it was but um but he was just like holding it up in the middle of a road and then he commented on it and he tagged us in it and said <laughs> And said that he had posted that picture and then the next day listened to our episode where we talked about him taking pictures of him uh, going out in the wilderness and and post and taking pictures of Game Boys. And I, I was like, you know what's even more funny about that is that you posted that about 12 hours before the episode came out. But we recorded the episode six days before you posted that picture. <laughs> it's foresight. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, and then the uh the GOGP show might be making a comeback. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so too. The ghost I, of gamer past. I asked him. I asked him that. I said I want to. I want to get you on the podcast sometime. And. uh you can, uh, <clears throat> and if the show, and if your show is coming back, you can announce it to our 20 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I saw your Twitter following. I can see you have at least, you probably have at least 25 listeners. I'll, I'll, sl- I might do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be exciting. I don't know if you guys have ever heard or if the, 
don't know if you can even find the episodes anymore. It was hard to find a show because it's it's like you had to type in like the GOGP show. And sometimes you wouldn't find it. So you had to just type in GOGP and then you could find it. It was weird. It was some weird podcast thing. Um, but it was a good, good show. I liked it while it lasted. Um, but uh, shoot, we should probably take a break and then come back with more shit. Yeah, come back with a fistful of bullets. Fistful <laughs> It's for the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple bullets. Are you single? Are you divorced? Co-parenting? Married to a ghost pirate? Are you in an open relationship with a sword swallower and a jouster at the Ren Fair? Do you loathe dating because you never thought you'd be single again? Do you find yourself mindlessly swiping on dating apps only to stumble into people you already know or already slept with? Well, sit back and relax and grab a cup of coffee and share a laugh or two with us. This is Why I'm Single. Please look for Why I'm Single wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, don't be a douchebag. And we're back. And this time I, not only do we have community engagement, but I had something a little bit different here that I thought we would do on the show. And this is another show called the 30 and nerdy podcast is doing a March nerdness bracket. That's Marvel versus DC. So the so it looks like one so one side is DC, one side is Marvel, and then one bracket is so like uh, one of the so one bracket for Marvel is heroes, one bracket for and then the other one is villains, and then the same for DC, one is heroes and one is villains. So I thought we would um. They wanted us to participate in this uh, and submit a bracket. So I thought we would do this on the show and just go through this real quick because it seemed like an interesting thing to do. So first, the first bracket, so it looks like they have this set up to where basically the final four will end up being either, it'll be like a, a DC hero, a Marvel hero, and a DC villain and a Marvel villain. And then either the villain from either the hero or villain from the Marvel side or hero or villain from the DC side will move on to the, uh, the final, the final show. So we'll just go through this here. So what kind of, I don't know, gut reactions on these. Nightwing versus Batgirl. Nightwing. This will be a disaster if I can't. Okay. Night. Uh, Martian Manhunter versus Hawkgirl. Shit. Oh, God. You have a preference? I would have to say Martian Manhunter on that one. Well, yeah, I guess we'll go Martian Manhunter. I was like, those two are pretty equal. I really like Hawkgirl, but... But I, Martian Manhunter needs to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty powerful. Batman versus Green Lantern. Batman? <laughs> That's what I thought. I can do fucking Green Lantern. 
Wonder Woman versus Flash. What? Which Flash? Barry Allen. Just says Flash, so I don't. Shit. <laughs> This is if we're talking Wally West. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the flesh. If, if it's Wally West, I don't want him. If it's Barry Allen, I'll take Barry Allen. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Wonder Woman on that one. I know that, that that seems wrong, but I can't trust the flesh. I, I don't, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> Might be the wrong nice. flesh. Um, and some of these I don't actually like. Feel like I've fallen off of knowing comic book characters because I don't, I don't, rem- I don't recognize all the characters. But Doctor Fate versus Superman. You know we're gonna be edgy here. We're gonna go Doctor Fate. Oh, so I don't recognize Doctor Fate at all. Uh, Doctor Fate uh, is basically a god. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense to pair him up with Superman. Robin versus Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah, that's what I was for thinking. The, the booyahs. You need the booyahs in there. Booyah! Shazam versus Green Arrow. Shazam. I don't like either of those, to be honest. <laughs> Aquaman versus Kid Flash. Aquaman? I'm going to go with Aquaman. Comic book Aquaman is way cooler than movie Aquaman. <laughs> All right. Next we have Deadpool versus Hawkeye. Deadpool. It's tough because Hawkeye in comic books is better than anything they did in MCU. Yeah, it's kind of like way under played in mcu which i mean it's fine he's a weird character anyway yeah uh dr strange versus spider-man gotta go with doc strange on this <laughs> yeah he can control time versus if, if your friendly Spider-Man, neighborhood spider-man spider-man versus some other people he might win but not dr strange like absolutely not yeah i would agree with that uh human torch versus iron man Iron, Iron Man. Yeah, for sure. It's not even. That's yeah. not even balanced. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea how this was seated, but uh, Storm versus Daredevil. Storm. Hulk versus Black Panther. Going with Hulk on this one. <laughs> I hate to see Black Panther knocked out so early. Yeah, it sucks. Some of these seeing some of these knocked out so early sucks, but uh But I mean it's Hulk. It's what yeah, he's he's, he's gotta get, he's gotta make it pretty far in. He's Hulk. Yeah, he, he's the Hulk. Uh Captain Marvel versus Captain America. Mm, I mean, if we talked about who would win, uh it would be Marvel, but if we're talking about who I want is Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think a shield can uh, withstand Captain Marvel too long. If we're talking about actually fighting, is that what we're talking about? I don't know. It's just that's just that's just that they're. I was just saying. Just it's choose just Captain it's America. A, He's better. Captain America. Okay, we're going Captain America. He's cooler. Than- 
than Carl Danvers. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just like, there, here's the bracket, and that's DC versus Marvel Go. So I don't know if they were supposed to, like, rank them based off of power, but um, Wolverine versus Vision. I'm going Wolverine. Yeah, Vision can't penetrate that adamantium. I mean, I think in a fight, honestly, Vision would win, but if I'm just, it's Wolverine. <laughs> He's too cool for school. He's got regeneration in an adamantium skeleton. I, I, you gotta go with Wolverine. Captain A versus Captain M. I don't know these characters. I don't know those ones either. <laughs> is it just, is this a buy, is this a buy round? Is it supposed to be a Captain Marvel versus Captain America again? I don't know. I think this might be a buy round for them. I think this is like a second chance if the other one. Ah. I, I go with Captain America. Okay. <laughs> you go with Captain A. I'm assuming it's supposed to be Cap- uh, Captain America and Captain Marvel again, but. All right. Let's see. And on the next side, we have Reverse Flash versus Captain Cold. We're going with Reverse Flash because he's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, Captain Cold. The, both both those are uh, Flash villains. Oh, okay. Um, Poison Ivy versus Grundy. Oh God! It's <laughs> <sighs> a two prolific characters getting killed. One of them's getting killed off early. <laughs> You hate to see it, but go, go with Grundy because I, I he he wants pants too. He I, was born on a Monday. Born. On a, he's too stupid for me not to keep. <laughs> um, Black Adam versus Harley Quinn. I'm gonna sound sexist if I choose Black Adam. But gonna, <laughs> I gotta choose Black Adam. You know, because we already got rid of Ivy, we gotta get rid of. Harlequin. <laughs> We're keeping it fair. Yeah. Uh, Doomsday versus the Riddler. Doomsday. I gotta keep Doomsday. Uh, Zoom versus the Joker. We'll go with Joker. Zoom, Zoom, stupid. Because like ninety <laughs> percent of Flash villains are basically like they're the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> they're the, yeah, they're they're a form of the flesh. Or or, or or your Captain Cold, you just make him cold so he can't move yeah, as like, fast. <laughs> yeah, Captain Cold is kind of like Mr. Freeze <laughs> a, a bit. Um Bizarro or Lex Luthor. We're going with Bizarro. <laughs> we should realistically it's, it's we should go with Lex Luthor, but we have to go with Bizarro. It's, it's in line with our podcast. We bring up Bizarro so much. I want Bizarro to be the winner. <laughs> Uh, next we have Ares versus Sinestro. Oh boy, you know, go with Sinestro on that one. Sinestro's got cool lore. Uh, Two Face versus Parasite. Yeah, uh, Two Face. Okay, next. Now we're on to Marvel villains. Green Goblin versus Doc Ock. Man. Two Spider-Man villains. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too into the Spider-Man guys. Uh, Doc Ock. Doc Ock. He's got more stay power than the Green Gobbler. <laughs> the Green Gobbler. <laughs> uh, Doctor Doom versus Apocalypse. 
This one sucks. I like both those guys. Uh, doc, uh we'll go with Doom, or not? No, no, Apocalypse. We'll go with Apocalypse. Apocalypse. He, he's got Apocalypse. He's got the Omega Beams. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, that's. I'm thinking Dark Side. They're they're all the same person. <laughs> this is, uh, Venom versus Thanos. Uh, Th- Thanos. <laughs> yeah, Venom doesn't stand wait, a chance wait, against Thanos. Th- See, if that was Venom versus Carnage, I'd, I would automatically go Carnage, even though it's like that's a tough choice. But I'm going. <laughs> uh, Red Skull versus Sabretooth. Sabretooth. That's not one I recognize. He's uh, he's the he's Logan's brother, uh, Wolverine's brother. Oh, okay. Uh, Juggernaut versus the Winter Soldier. Juggernaut. <laughs> He's the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> a very old reference. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> uh, Magneto versus Carnage. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck my life. It's a hard one. Carnage. He's more fun. God, Magneto is like a better power, but I'm going to go with yeah. Carnage. Got it. We're got to be edge lords here. Um, Galactus versus Kingpin. G- Galactus. <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of unfair eater, bullshit. Eater of planets versus a crime lord. Like Kingpin's not even like cool, really. Like Galact. Not to say Galactus is cool, but Galactus is cooler than Kingpin. He eats worlds. <laughs> Loki versus Morbius. Uh. Loki until the Morbius movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Back up to the other side here. So now we have Nightwing versus Manhunter or Martian Manhunter. Gotta go with Nightwing. I hate to cut Martian Manhunter, but it's just it's Nightwing. <laughs> uh Batman versus Wonder Woman. I've leaned Wonder Woman, but I'm going to go Batman. Batman. Dr. Fate versus Cyborg. Cyborg. His booyahs are too cool. <laughs> too supreme. Shazam versus Aquaman. Shazam. That one's tough, actually, but Shazam. <laughs> I like Shazam a bit more than Aquaman. Deadpool versus Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. Doctor Strange may reign supreme. <laughs> He's so powerful. Iron Man versus Storm. Um, Storm. No, wait. Iron Man. No, wait. <laughs> Storm. Storm? God, that one's a hard one. Storm. Storm's cool. <laughs> Hulk versus Captain America. Wolverine versus Captain America. I'm assuming that's what that is. Because that was the Captain A. You know, just to settle this, Wolverine. (laughs) We don't have to deal with the Captain A, Captain M. Okay, back over to the other side. Very long thing. Yeah, 16 on each side. Uh, Reverse Flash versus Grundy. Grundy? Fucking Flash villains suck. (laughs) Black Adam versus Doomsday. That one's a tough one, but I'm going to go Doomsday. Doomsday's cool. He's he's like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joker versus Bizarro. Bizarro. 
Every time. This is going to be come down to Doctor Strange versus Bizarro. <laughs> I hope so. Or the Hulk versus Bizarro. <laughs> uh, Sinestro versus Two-Face. Uh, Sinestro. Sinestro is way cooler than Two-Face. Doc Ock versus Apocalypse. Apocalypse. He's got those lips. Uh, Thanos versus Sabretooth. Thanos. Hate to cut Sabretooth so early, but Thanos. <laughs> uh, Juggernaut versus Carnage. Carnage. Hate to cut the Juggernaut. Those X Men. <laughs> uh, Galactus versus Loki. Okay, keep Loki in the picture. Keeping Loki in the picture. I shouldn't, but I'm gonna keep Loki. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have Nightwing versus Batman. Uh, like it should be Batman over Nightwing. <laughs> Cyborg versus Shazam. Cyborg. <laughs> Got, gotta go Cyborg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange versus Storm. Doctor Strange. Some of these brackets are tough, though. Okay. Uh, there's uh, Grundy versus Doomsday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It just gets harder and harder. Doomsday. I I like Doomsday too much to cut him. He's like you know how he functions, right? I, I'm not I'm he, not super when, when he dies, he like evolves to be immune to the thing that killed him. Oh <laughs> Jesus. Well he, So he he's like a super Hulk. Wow. Like because Hulk also like evolves rapidly. But it's like, yeah, if you like if you killed Doomsday by drowning him, he would come back with like gills. Wow. <laughs> um, Bizarro versus Sinestro. Bizarro? <laughs> Look, it's Bizarro. <laughs> uh, Apocalypse versus Thanos. Oh, God. That's fair because those two are very similar. Yeah. Do we know if Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet? <laughs> Let's go with Thanos. I like him more than Apocalypse. He had those luscious lips. <laughs> um, Carnage versus Loki. Uh, Carnage. Carnage is just cooler than Loki, just straight up. He he's a symbiote. That's just cool. <laughs> uh, okay, back to the, now. We're getting to the deciding the final four here. Batman versus Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyborg, really. <laughs> His booyahs are stronger than you would imagine. <laughs> I know, like, nobody would agree with me on this, but I'm going cyborg. Um, Doctor Strange versus the Hulk. The Hulk. Does that mean it's going to be Hulk versus cyborg? That's an impossible choice. <laughs> um, now we have Doomsday versus Bizarro. I'm going to go with the meme answer and go Bizarro, and even though I shouldn't. It should be Doomsday <laughs> over Bizarro. But it's Bizarro. Bizarro wins. Thanos versus Carnage. Thanos. It's too cool. His chin ripples. Okay, so our final four is Cyborg versus the Hulk and Bizarro versus Thanos. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so first bracket, 
Cyborg so, versus the Hulk. Cyborg. He <laughs> <laughs> just booyahed the Hulk into the he, into the sun. He, he booyahed his way all the way to the top. <laughs> and now we have Bizarro versus Thanos. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My worst nightmare. Which <laughs> is in between these two. A Marvel and a DC. Bizarro. <laughs> I shouldn't, but Bizarro. We're going to have the two funniest choices at the top. <laughs> All right, so the championship is Bizarro versus Cyborg. <laughs> the ultimate showdown. The ultimate showdown. Cyborg versus Bizarro. What what would like the reverse of booyah be? Oh no! <laughs> uh, oh no! <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if Bizarro can win with an oh no. What is what is a Bizarro cyborg? <laughs> oh god! Bizarro cyborg is just like cyborg, but with more human parts than robot. Parts. <laughs> So he can't feel the road when he drives in his car extension. <laughs> I'll turn my human flesh arms into wheels. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> and that's the odd part about the Bizarro world is with the human parts are what make him stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it should realistically be Cyborg versus Thanos, but it's Bizarro. <laughs> you can't give me that as a real choice. So you're going with Bizarro as the winner? Oh, and the, I have to actually pick a winner between the two? I got I got, I got, got to choose Cyborg with his booyah. He, he booyahed his way into booyah. the victory. He booyahed his way into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> they did him dirty in the Justice League movies. I haven't watched well, them, so... Just the Justice League movie, I guess. But yeah, I mean, the fucking Cyborg's awesome. He's got boom tubes. He's the ultimate booyah. Granted, Teen Titans didn't do him justice either. He doesn't scream booyah as much. <laughs> I like to think that he's all the booyah. See, and I think in a real fight between Apocalypse and Thanos, I think Apocalypse would actually win. <laughs> Nice. But but these weren't real fights. They were just based on any. I could base them off just how cool I think they are. In which case, Cyborg wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So now that 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 special segment's over, um, this next one I wanted to because I actually forgot to bring this up. I've got last another week. bracket. No. Well. Um. But it's video game characters. Oh, God. <laughs> Dante versus Kratos. <laughs> okay, so la last week I wanted to bring this up, but I completely forgot. But Ninja made a tweet. Oh, shit. We, yeah, we didn't talk about. And this is what the community Ninja. engagement is all about, is this. So Ninja, he made a tweet saying... The phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. You're okay with what happened. Losing. Imperfection of a craft. 
When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. <laughs> okay, like, this was the dumbest thing ever, but you see, okay, I get... Because he always gets, like, pissed off he, in his streams and throws, like, tantrums. Granted, his, like, money is tied to how good he, like, plays in some capacity. Like, he does play professionally, just so to speak. But so his opinion is just kind of like super skewed on this. But I I do agree with kind of the later part of the statement that like you, you should always strive to be better at something like just whatever it is like you, you can always improve. But I mean, like not everybody's playing to win. And like that's yeah. not the point of games is to have fun. And like the moment you stop having fun, maybe you just shouldn't play. And, and it's just like, yeah, for some people winning, like they'd be like, so you're saying winning's not fun. And I'm like, no, winning is fun. But if you're getting angry every time you lose, maybe, like, step away from it for a bit. Like, cool down. Yeah. Because then you're just playing on, on tilt, and that's not good. Yeah. Someone or in this article, after that tweet, they say, Ninja is thick as planks. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see, like, once again, gaming on tilt is like, you ever see somebody, like, they're gaming, they lose, they get mad. They play more, and they get but worse. they're mad, and yeah. then they're playing worse, and then they're losing more and getting progressively more angry. Yeah, more frustrated, more angry. Yeah. And it's like, for I'm just speaking for your mental health. It's not good to be that way. Yeah. Like, take a step back, chill, like, relax. And then once again, like, he's he gets mad at the statement of it's just a game, but it's like, at the end of the day, like, what does that, like, like, no offense to him, I guess, or maybe definitely offense to him, but... It's like you are good at Fortnite, which isn't forever. Like Fortnite's not forever. It like eventually a, like a new hotness is going to come out. Your money stream will eventually end. Like it's you're like you're top streamer now and you just happen to like strike gold. But for the fact that you were playing like you were an early adopter of a game that happened to get very popular and you happen to be good at it. But it could have been anybody. Yeah. Like, and even then, even when it comes to Fortnite, it doesn't sound like he's even the best at it, so to speak. Like, as far as I know, Shroud's better at most things, like Apex and all that. So, I, I don't know. But I, I don't watch any of these streamers anyway. But my point is, is that you, he's got just this... This is what happens when somebody has been had their ego stroked, like, for a long duration of time that he plays to win he wins and then once again he's been he's been rewarded for winning like not just not just by like people being like good job man but like yeah. to the extent of he's got monetary gain out of it so it's just it it's it's reinforced this mindset with him which a lot of pro athletes are that way cuz they've had their ego stroke to a point of like yeah you've had the positive reinforcement and the monetary reinforcement to keep you invested in doing this thing and winning at this thing. So yeah, you, you feel mad when you lose, but yeah, you're also just like for the rest of us here that don't make a dime off playing anything like, yeah, it's like, and even if, even if we, if we were in the flip side, like even yeah. if we were winning, uh, if I had a perfect Fortnite record, like there's a chance I don't make a dime off that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what's the, the point if you're not if it's not if you don't have a vested interest in winning, then 
Uh, if you're playing for fun, then who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's just like at the end of the day, it's like, what are you getting out of it? That's what you have to ask yourself. But this applies to any game yeah. across the board. Like, what are, if if you're having fun, if you're enjoying it, if you're sharing an experience with friends, you're sharing an experience with whoever it might be, or if you're just doing it for yourself because it makes you feel good. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Like, even if even if you lose and you're having fun losing, like whatever. And especially in a game like Fortnite, which has high stakes, like yeah. only one person out of a hundred is a winner. That like you're gonna lose more games than you're gonna win, just straight up. Yeah, the, the totally. odds, are, the deck's stacked against you. <laughs> yeah, you know what's really funny too is he actually, um, I don't know if you saw that Octopimp did a voiceover for this. No, I didn't. Um, he did a voiceover of Yu-Gi-Oh versus Kaiba, <laughs> and so Kaiba he he read. He read Ninja's tweet as as Kaiba. Yeah, I mean um, that makes sense. And Ninja retweeted that. Like clearly it's clearly making fun of Ninja. And Ninja Jesus, retweeted. He's a fucking moron. It. <laughs> it's really good. I have to show you. I yeah, don't want to what does he like being Kaiba and being so obsessed with winning that he he's loses so, everything? He's so vain that he, he he's he enjoys being just portrayed as Kaiba. Destroyed by his own hubris. That's Kaiba's arc. Yeah. <laughs> it really, yeah. Like, you're right. Oh, God. There, I sent you a link so you can watch it later. Um, yeah, so that was uh, an interesting, funny thing that happened the other week that kind of set everyone on... The internet on fire, at least in the gaming space. See, I want to I want to prod you a little bit with this because once again, like I mentioned before, he got lucky with the fact of how the arc of Fortnite went, and that currently Fortnite is still yeah, uh, it is still a hot property. But as we've already theorized, because Ninja's roots are grounded, like his his grassroots are in Halo, so we already with his change to Mixer and all that, yeah. we theorized that. He's most definitely He's, going yeah. to be a Halo Infinite streamer, at least uh -huh. for some period of time when Infinite comes out. But what if that's not like, what if nobody's watching that on stream? Does he keep, does he even bother? I'm sure he'll, he's in some deal where he is required to play Halo Infinite for a certain duration of time for yeah. sure. But it's like, does he just switch back to Fortnite? And what if by that point in time, yeah, nobody cares, about, nobody Fortnite cares anymore. about Fortnite either? Like what if, what if Halo and Fortnite are just not the properties anybody's talking about or caring about? Like once again, his yeah. monetary gain. Granted, he had he's made millions off this, and it sounds like he's invested properly. He's gonna, but yeah. It's like, he's gonna turn himself into a brand. He's gonna go full on. Uh, um, God, what's what's that other guy's name? All of a Kim sudden, Kim Kardashian. No, um, <laughs> not. Uh, shit. Now I can't remember his name. PewDiePie. No, the other the old esports dude. From way back in the day, from like, oh, uh, the Street Fighter guy. No, he was like, I think counter some Counter Strike, Quake, Quake guy, Quake, yeah, the Quake guy. Um, fuck, what's his goddamn name? I know, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name because that's not really my scene. I want 2019 stuff. What the fuck? I keep wanting to say critical, but that's not. Um, fatality. That guy. Uh, yeah. He's gonna. He's gonna. So he's gonna pull a a fatality and just like have 
ninja branded everything and just oh for sure i mean i guess if you google ninja i mean video game ninja is the first thing to pop up yeah he even bought his way to the top of google results <laughs> yep, yep. I, I searched ninja and it's just all pictures of this fuck face this blue hair guy god and it's like forever it was really funny hearing uh on giant bomb when they mentioned that mass singer singer um show and the one person said his mom was just like i like season two more than season one because there's less uh youtubers and they were specifically referring to ninja <laughs> just ninja you gotta scroll like crazy far down and I'm still not seeing a ninja and I'm like wow I'm like way down I'm starting to see ninja appliances <laughs> <laughs> the ninja bullet <laughs> yeah seeing all kinds of ninja appliances but yeah my my point is he's a piece of shit who's just it it he's a sociopath is really what it is at the end of the day is once again he's just had positive reinforcement. Yeah. And granted, once again, he fa- he falls under the sociopathic uh rendition where they're not necessarily serial killers, but they're people who need that mindset because it helps them strive in certain industries and he just lucked his way into it. Yeah. I mean, you he's he's gotta have a sociopathic mindset. This guy who only sociopaths would play games for eighteen hours straight. I can't fuck it's i can't imagine that like on a stream and like drink as much red bull and then <laughs> only sociopaths like would be and then and then be like i worked really hard to earn this and i'm like i'm not saying you didn't put the time in i'm not saying that whenever i see a screenshot of him like on a stream it just looks like he's dying but 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 i always like like i i think it's bo burnham who had the quote being like yeah this is like a lottery winner telling you to just like like liquefy everything and buy buy lottery tickets and I'm yeah. like, I'm like that because he wrote like kind of a, I think Ninja has a book on like how he got successful as he did, but it's just like, you can't follow that because it's, it's yeah. just like lightning striking. It's just right place, right time. He was an earlier adopter of Fortnite and yep. who knew Fortnite was going to be the big thing. Well, it's like, nobody knew. It's like all the people that go, that do some sort of business and they get successful and they decide that like, oh, I can teach other people how to do this. But no. they just, they just go like, here's my course, buy my course. and. I'll show you what I did to get to get rich and famous, which only worked for me, which absolutely will not work for you. But I'm going to make more money off of you because you're a sucker. Yeah, I mean, and that's exactly like I feel the same way about like, I don't know if you've ever seen like ads for like the the podcast movement, which is like they do like several events across the country where they charge like. No, you've brought them up and then that they have basically like basic information that everybody should know or be using better techniques anyway well that's just like the those are like the people that do like better podcasting and stuff but this is like an actual like it's a it's a convention for podcasters and they do several of them across the country and it's like 300 bucks a ticket to get in and they're like yo you can network with other podcasters and listen to seminars and it's just like yeah it's just a bunch of like podcasters gonna get on stage tell you how they got successful and famous which won't work for you because they're already there. Well, and a lot of it, uh, like like I said, for most things is just early adoption. Yeah. YouTube, 
a lot of the famous YouTubers were They were just, just there from the beginning. They yep. outlasted everybody. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, they they had like certain ones like Smosh and everything. It's like their old videos were t- like by today's standards are not good whatsoever. Yeah. But it's just they once just again, they, they just were on the platform. Uh, they were on a platform that had a smaller audience and then yeah. they just lived forever and outlived all the competition. Like you said, yeah. it's just. I mean, that's the name of the game. You just outlive the competition. Well, even that one. Uh, the, 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 so you have that to kill the competition. What's, what's that one piece of shit guy who's like a, a pedophile? Who's, you know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, the douchebag McGee. I forgot his name. Oh God! What what is his name? <sighs> YouTuber. Oh, you're talking about Onision? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's once again he and his content was always bad, and he's just popular because he just kept going with it. Well, like, like I said, he's he's an early adopter on the platform, and so he yeah. had his fans, and then they just he carried them with him. Yeah. Forever or. Or many people who they smashed that subscribe button like decades ago, and they never yeah. unsu- they un- yeah. never unsmashed. Yeah, nobody ever really unsubscribes from people that they've subscribed to. So yeah, it just is. It even if I think his videos were only getting like tens of thousands of views, it's like I think he had over yeah. a million subscribers. And and even then, like it from what everybody always says is, or from what I read is, it takes. In order to like basically just make a living off of what you do or be be set with what you do is to have one thousand true fans, and if you're getting ten thousand views for every video you put up, you have well over ten a thousand true fans. Yeah, and it's just like I said though he if if he was making the same content like that he started with, but in a to a 2020 climate or i would even yeah. I, would, I would even just say 2018 like i'll go back a couple of years yeah he would never have taken off never even like yeah. scratch the surface because i'm like the level but, of quality you have to pr- produce now yeah to even scratch the surface of any semblance of yeah it's popularity very is, rare for you to just be like yeah i'm go i'll just record this video on my phone and and it'll be fine now it's like you now you have to have like action an actual setup you have to have a set you have to have proper lighting, lighting and, and you need to know all, like, like the, way too many things yeah. way too many programs the barrier of entry is a lot higher now than it used to be for you like something like a youtuber yeah i mean it used to Twitch. be like you got a webcam and you're just gonna like scream a bunch of shit yeah even even like for streaming twitch like if you like you still you a lot in a lot of cases you gotta buy a capture card and if you don't have a second pc with a capture card you have to have a pc that's powerful enough to play games and stream at the same time <laughs> which, which i mean it's like it's expensive but it's still within reach of like your hobbyist yeah enthusiast type person for sure it, yeah. it, it just becomes though like like i said specifically with somebody like ninja or a lot it, almost anybody else like it, it, it's like it's luck it like i said i bo burnham is one of the per- few people who's like like i forget which talk show he was on but he was getting questioned about like his success and he literally was like it's just luck at yeah. the end of the day it's yeah it's like, luck like you getting found it, it's nothing like uh, and it, like i liked his honesty in it being like i'm yeah. not the most funny person ever like, especially I if just, you're if you're not a person that already knows people like if you're if you're not a person that are is already in some sort of circle where you know like someone that's gonna be or that's famous or has a bigger following it's it has to be luck 
Yeah, I mean, and then once again, I think it's, there's something to be said about perseverance and just like, you, if you just keep going long enough, you just outlive your competition. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, popularity yeah. begets popularity at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. I'm not gonna pause it, but I gotta pee really bad. If you ever make it out of there alive, a real ninja. A ninja blender. <laughs> okay, well, I think now it's time to probably get to our actual uh, community engagement segment, which is related to this heavily. Um, we just had to get through all of the discussion about how we feel about Ninja's tweet. So... Get to my bookmarks here. So we asked, is it okay to feel anger when you lose a video game? What are your thoughts? And I mean, I referenced the, the ninja tweet specifically there. So, <laughs> um, and we got a pretty big range of answers on this one. Um, <laughs> this person, <laughs> So the mobile horror horror companion at mobile HC six 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 says my kid freaks the freak out. <laughs> I mean that's it. Yeah, I can. The kids definitely like. You always see like videos where like a kid will like throw a Wiimote and it just hits the TV. And, hey, like, I I used to be uh I spiked the controller when I was a kid. <laughs> and I, my my kid I think will probably end up being the same because he. We'll get mad and throw stuff down. It's like, yeah. Well, and that's why, like, that that's kind of my take on ninjas thing. It's it's a childish mindset, and it's yeah. a mindset only a sociopath could have. Yeah. Because sociopaths are kind of, they have like a child brain. Yeah. And I, for me, I feel like it's fine to feel anger, but it's about how you express it. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, if you express it like a like screaming tantrum, throwing controllers down, slamming your hands on the desk, like, yeah, that's. It's basically a toddler if, tantrum. If you take the loss and you go, okay, where did I go wrong? And then process that and then know where to improve next time. And which is, like I said, y'all ever play a Dark Souls game or like a Bloodborne? You're, <laughs> you're going to die a lot. Yeah. And, and it's about learning from those mistakes and then what you take away from that. And even, even, so even losses can be positive, regardless of if you being mad at the loss. But I mean, I'm normally not. I'm normally not mad at the loss. It's like it's similar to like a Mario or something where it's like, ah, I missed that jump. But then you're like, you know, next yeah. time I can push it at the right time. Or you scream and you throw the controller and snap it in half. Um, Never happened. Willow underscore underscore <laughs> at Willow underscore TMH 101 says, hell yes. If you don't get angry, you don't care. And if you don't care, then what are you doing here? weird take <laughs> like i said we got a variety of responses to this one there's people that are for it people that are against it um like i literally like i'm like sagely see i get like i for me i don't know if i haven't really gotten angry at a video game in a while but i get the frustration sweats like i start sweating <laughs> it takes a lot to really get to me i think on like uh 
about the tenth or like twelfth death, then I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um the Mr. John Core at the Mr. John Core says if you're a prof- professional gamer, then fine. It's your job. If it's just a hobby and you're freaking out, why are you getting so angry? I And I always can't help but think of the, why are you so mad? It only game. I, I literally, <laughs> I literally retweeted with that. Okay. With that. <laughs> it's only a game. I actually, I retweeted that to a couple people in this thread. It's only a game. Well, cause that was, oh, that was another thing that I wanted to mention too, because like, um, him saying like Ninja being upset about people saying it's just a game, and then there was like an interview with like, like a, you know like the post game sports interviews with um like like his, the team they had that with LeBron James and so he had lost a game and there was a how do you feel about losing blah 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 or is, I can't remember what the exact question was and he he just looks at the camera just it's just a game just a game man <laughs> it's just like. I mean, you're you're talking about someone like LeBron James saying it's just a game versus Ninja being upset when people say it's just a game. The fact of the matter is, and especially when it comes to team sports, you're not going to win them all. Yeah. Once again, team sports especially, it's like no one is ever blasting on all cylinders and your synergy is never 100% perfect. So, yeah, it's only game. I mean, LeBron James's case, it's like, yeah, he like regardless of if he wins or loses, he's still making like millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, Geek Exploration, the podcast at Geek Explorer Pod says, of course it's okay to feel angry when losing, just like it's okay to feel joy. Hell, I think it's perfectly fine to scream and throw shit as long as you're screaming at your TV and throwing your shit at don't, the TV. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it out on other people or their property, and you're good by me. Yeah, I mean that that's reasonable. Um yeah. Missing role player found at role found says, "Personally, I feel like if I'm getting angry at the game, it's time to take a break. I get super competitive and feeling angry for losing just isn't a good feeling to have." Sorry. I just thought of the Star Wars things with the I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's it's the things that always happen in this podcast. I don't know why, like the prequels are always just like in our zeitgeist for this show, because there's always the there's always there. There's always the the, I hate them. There's always hello there. And then there's there's always um, I have the high ground. I have the high ground. But, it's over. I, but I, just, I have the high ground. Well, because I was going to make a joke about like hate leads to <laughs> leads to the dark side. But then I was just like, I hate them. I hate them. It's always a thing. That, I don't know why. I can't. We can't be the only podcast that just brings it up almost every episode. <laughs> Ninja, what do you think about all these players? That I hate them. You? <laughs> I, I killed the the mother, the woman, and the children. <laughs> I hate <laughs> Speaking of which, like a seven-year-old won the most recent big Pokemon tournament. Oh shit. And they were like they, I think the person they beat was like some some old fogey, to say the least. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's just like, yeah, that's super humble, like about <laughs> Oh god. They're seven. What? 
Well, of course they're nice. <laughs> um, Controller Disconnected Podcast at Con Disconnected says, I think it's okay to feel angry when losing. After all, you are putting in effort. When you get enraged, that's where the problem lies. In an older time, I would punch things out of rage, but I've learned to control myself since then. See, and I know uh, something I didn't even talk about about this. Uh, sunk cost becomes a yeah. part of this. Cause, and I know that was especially with League that became a big issue. Yes. Because it's like, okay, I had to be in a queue. So basically all this stuff, like all said and done when you get into the match and then have teammates that play shitty at everything, it's like, that's like basically an hour's worth of time. Like, and especially if they're not surrendering and you keep like putting up the surrender thing and they won't surrender. It's like, I lost an hour worth of my life when I could have just been in another match. Yeah. But once again, sunk cost is a fallacy. As it- yep. <laughs> sunk. Yeah. Um, but if you get so angry, you break stuff, you can use the broken window fallacy. If- <laughs> Shut You're up. creating jobs <laughs> to, to replace the windows. <laughs> Same with the broken TVs. You got to play the broken TV repair, man. We're buying new TV. Yeah. You're creating jobs with your anger, guys. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just had to. God damn it. Uh, logical fallacies are fun, you guys. Uh, I hate them. <laughs> oh god Uh, all right (laughs) try to move on uh grief burrito at grief burrito says two words dark souls it's impossible not to get angry sometimes (laughs) haha to be honest though it depends on the level of anger if you're passionate about something i guess it only makes sense to get annoyed it's like the annoyed is like the polite British way of saying angry. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I think there's a difference in in that. Uh, like, yeah. Grief Rito knows what they're talking about because I just referenced Dark Souls, and it, it yeah. becomes that like you. Dark Souls is a learning experience, and it's very cathartic in that that it's like yeah, like it's it's, it's, like, it's, it's meticulous. You're like you're like learning what you have to do. You're like poking and prodding your way through the game to figure out the yeah, path I mean, of like, least resistance. You you fully like. 100% when you walk into a boss fight, you're like, I don't know what kind of moron thinks they're going to win the first time they're in a boss fight. Like, <laughs> not to say it doesn't happen. Like, I, in fact, in Bloodborne, I, I beat uh, uh, the, the, the clock tower girl. I can't, I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now because it's, it's really late. But it, it's one of the hardest fights in Bloodborne. I stumbled into that fight and won. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh, there's a person in a chair. I, I, like, I, I wonder if I could talk to them. So I, like, walked up there. And then oh, like, oh shit! Yeah, like, it, like, and shit got real, and I was just like dodging around. The shitty thing is, is like, I, I did like because I stumbled into that fight and I just did it, but I was waiting on like my, my crew, so to speak. <laughs> uh, so, so I did that boss fight, and then, and then I was like, oh, like, uh, like I was like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I did this without summoning you guys in, uh, but, uh, but I'll help you guys do it in your game. We, we were there for hours. Oh, like, no. like, fucking like four or five hours like we we just could not do it in their game and i was like i was like i don't know what's up man like i i cheese this like i don't know how you guys like keep dying i i like and, and honestly i'm like i hey. did this by myself and i didn't know what i was doing you guys and, suck and, well some of it came down to luck because it was literally like 
it came down to the wire of like the last hit. Nice. So it, and always when it gets down to that, it's just like, just go like for me, it's like, just fucking hit them. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like high risk, high reward type thing. And just, I landed on the high reward <laughs> type area, which doesn't always pay off, but but in any case, yeah, like I, I think anybody who's played a Souls game has a bit more measured like mentality here when it comes to loss because you you, you can lose respectably and like like once again you 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 just analyze it's just data to you it's you're you're just like okay I, I like I wasn't expecting to beat it it, it, it hurts more <laughs> once again on like your yeah. your like tenth eleventh twelfth or like twentieth run when you're like. Like, I got all their attack patterns down. Why can't I do this? Yeah. <laughs> or then you have, like, like for a while, you have the first stages down to, like, a T, and then you're, yeah. like, dying on the later stages, but then you have that one where you die on some of the early stages, and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the Culture Quest podcast replied to Grief Burrito um, at CQ underscore podcast says, I totally agree. Dark Souls totally got to me a few times. Not to mention Sekiro. What do you think about people who break their consoles or TV out of anger in kind consoles? of in the <laughs> kind of in the heat of the moment? Is it too much or is it still understandable? Um, then Grief Burrito replied, "Oh, Sekiro is next level annoying. Um, more than the DS. I have thrown I have thrown my controller down next to me, but never to the extent it it would break. I'd never launch it at my TV either." And then I replied. <laughs> Thoughts on throwing remotes at the TV? And the Culture Quest podcast replied, totally acceptable and should even be encouraged. Never had a Wii and I was jealous of people who did. Let them break their TVs. <laughs> <laughs> See, and Sekiro is like, for me, it's exhausting. Yeah. And that was actually a key difference between Dark Souls, like Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Like I can do a boss fight and then it like encourages me to like go to the next section uh but Sekiro is like a boss fight is so exhausting to do that after I finished a boss like I just didn't feel like doing anything else like I was like I yeah. like uh, like I can't right now <laughs> like, yeah I, I felt like Zap Brannigan <laughs> like the the what is it the Spirit's willing, but the, the body is spongy and bruised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Grand Rapidians play video games at Grand underscore video says, sure, that's okay. It's also okay not to feel angry and think it's just a game, contrary to what Ninja may say. The, the funniest thing about his uh, statement saying that he gets very angry by everybody saying it's just a game is like it only yeah. encourages more people to say it's just a game. right, yeah. The Streisand effect, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, the fa the, a fallacy. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Dad Gaming at New Dad Gaming says, "Okay, okay to feel it, but not to act on it." I don't think I've ever felt anger though; more frustration. Then again, I don't play online multiplayer, so that could be a different. Knowing you are against human players. <laughs> Knowing you're up against an army of eight-year-olds. No. <laughs> uh, Toonami Hub at Anime with RJ says, of course, it's okay to feel angry after a loss, especially when playing Overwatch. Sometimes you have to put the controller down, walk away, cool off, and try again. 
and you learn from your mistakes and learn how to improve from it. That's the most correct statement we've ever gotten. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They always move to Florida at they underscore move. Yes, LOL, the words that come out of my mouth to the screen are terrible, worse than a sailor. (laughs) (laughs) Some people got that. Like, yeah, it's like it's like road rage. Yeah. Game rage. Yeah. Nerd rage. That nerd rage. But like, I don't. Not sad. I haven't like. Like us, I said, I get like the the ang- the the frustration sweats. I just like start sweating. That's like, that's pretty weird too. But I just know like, <laughs> like I know several people who like swear at the games. But I'm like, I haven't had more than like an ah shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Black Tower podcast at Tower Podcast says it's cool to feel angry. <laughs> it's cool to feel anger. It's not cool to try and take it out on other people. Yeah. The women, the children. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I hate them all. <laughs> um, Winner Gets Nothing podcast at WGN podcast says, I thought that was the whole appeal of Hotline Miami. <laughs> RIP my hard drive slash controller circa 2013. <laughs> I said, I thought it was the cool music. Chill that groove. Um, stuck in the middle, confused at stuck underscore confused. We discussed in last night's recording session how hard the old Toy Story and Bugs Life games were when you were a kid. Oh my god! Probably not even that hard now, but it felt like Dark Souls at the time. But in response to your question, frustration is fine, but not anger. No, that Toy Story game is harder than Dark Souls. <laughs> the RC level would like because it it was like. Are you talking about the which one? The, the Nintendo sixty four or the the not the N sixty four one okay the, uh, the, like, the N64 Genesis one. slash SNES one okay I don't think I ever played those ones but I know like the, the N sixty four one was after Toy Story two which I like that one okay the RC car level you it's just driving along and you have to get batteries to keep going and if you if you miss like one battery you run out of steam and you can't finish the race oh, but shit. in addition to that if you don't finish the race in like time you also fail oh, and, God. and it's like if you hit like one obstacle it, it if you hit like one thing it, it's one of those where it just kills you instantly oh no <laughs> yeah i'm like the I, worst it, I mean, that game in general is, like, super punishing. It's, like, unimaginably punishing. That and, like, I mean, it's notorious the Lion King they, game they, that I'm like, yeah, get, trust me, there's a million and one games you can name that are actually harder than Dark Souls. Uh, Battletoads easily, like, up there. We're back. I mean, I mean, the fact that the original Battletoads is actually not even beatable in co-op play. Really? Like, technically, no. Wow. There, there's a level uh, with a, it, it's kind of like a wheel thing, but it's just as soon as either player grabs it, it just takes off and it will automatically kill the player too. Oh, shit. So it's like, and I think it's also bugged in a way that you can't actually finish the game uh, with a second player. That sucks. But in any case, it's regardless of if that's true or not, Battletoads bar none is harder than any Dark Souls game could ever hope to be because <laughs> those games were literally designed to suck quarters out of you. Yeah. Um, Jack and the Geek Stock at Jack Geek Stock says, absolutely. Then the usual pre- 
<clears throat> Absolutely. Then the usual process of blaming the game mechanics, poor design, controls not working properly, but preserving only to accidentally or but persevering only to accidentally get past the hard bit and realize you were being stupid about it the whole time. And I say it's always the hackers or leg. Definitely not a chance it was you. Yeah. Uh, definitely not a chance it was you completely missing a simple trick that would make them it massively easier. Um how much more of these do we got here? I only, only have a couple more here. Uh Lillian Sue at L L Sue 23 says, sure, I do on occasion. At that juncture, I just have to turn it off and take a break. Like a level-headed adult. Yeah. Uh, A.W. Benjamin at... A.W. Benjamin at A.W. Benjamin says, to feel anger after losing is okay, but freaking freaking the fuck out and going around and Hulk smash and everything is definitely not okay. I mean, in some of this, I feel like they're kind of ignoring part of this because... uh, in Ninja's statement, he states, like, the second you don't feel anger. So that's that implies you're angry every time you lose. Yeah. Every t- which is insane. Yeah. Like, I, I think even in... Uh, that means you lost twice. <laughs> and if, you don't, if you're not angry that you lost twice, like, then you're triple angry. <laughs> well, I can't even think of, like... I don't even know what the, uh, w- like, standardized win ratio is for something like... Fortnite, where it's once again only it's one winner be out of hundred. Super low. But when you look at uh, like I I, I mo- most MOBA games, which come down to like, like it, it, technically in a MOBA game, it's fifty fifty. You're gonna win or lose. But I think like good players are at a, a little above sixty percent, and yeah. then like really good player, like like impossibly good players at like are at like a seventy percent. But even that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Like so, it's like yeah, you're still gonna lose like at least like uh, even a really good player is going to lose 30% of the time. Yeah. Which is like, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, this is our last comment and is my favorite one. Uh, definitely not a pseudonym at underscore mad underscore denial. If you don't get pissed off at Mario Kart or anything else with bullshit rubber banding, you're not human. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. Yeah, I guess when it's like completely out of anyone's control and it's just an AI fucking you, then you probably have a right to be mad. Mario Party oh, with his bonus stars. Mario Party. Get frapped by those bonus stars. Yeah. Never versus an AI, but only real players when it's like, <laughs> what the? Why? Why in the crap are you getting three bonus stars? What the hell? <laughs> what did you do to deserve this? <laughs> oh, I landed on the most red spaces. I lost the most, so I get the most stars. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so dumb. Oh, you uh, you lost every mini game. Yeah, so like <laughs> stop bonus stars. The loser of the most mini game. You spent the most coins. You, yeah. You ran the least amount of distance. What? Yeah, those you, are positives. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled the lowest number. <laughs> Why are you rewarding them? <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> all right that's all we have for this podcast uh you have to turn it in shoot it with a fistful of bullets (laughs) fistful yeah marcus grabbed multiple bullets for this one lead um so that's what i do to podcasts because i hate them yeah (laughs) 
God I gotta kill it. every podcast <laughs> I come across. The, the, the moment you start the you women st- and children podcasts. <laughs> the moment you stop hating podcasts is the moment <laughs> you lose. <laughs> you lose twice. <laughs> you lose twice. Uh, so uh, uh, don't forget we do have that uh, Overwatch tournament coming up on PC on March fourteenth. The Entry fee is $25 per team. And you're going to want to be as tilted as possible. Going yeah, you're, you're going to go in just pissed. Ninja, ninja style. Yeah, ninja style. I call it ni- being angry and gaming on tilt is ninja yeah, style. You, <laughs> ninja style. So you better go in, in ninja style and win that tournament because if you don't, then you're a loser. <laughs> you, <laughs> and you got to I mean, be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you ain't if you first, lose, you are a loser. But If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> um, no, but we do actually doesn't have doesn't matter a, if it's by an inch or a mile. We actually do have a second and third place prize too. We do, so, so dis- disclaimer: if you're not first, you still could win second or third. Is <laughs> pretty good. You know when you typically in a tournament, if you make the money back that you spent to enter, that's a that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. You're breaking even. So you'll at least break even if you get third third place. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you can find out more information on LGA.gg for that. Uh, also, make sure you follow us on our social media, which is mostly Twitter, but we are also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, sometimes we post on Instagram. Anything that gets posted on Instagram is automatically shared to Facebook. So like Facebook is the one that gets like the least attention out of the three. Um, so if you're a cool person, you want to follow us on Twitter, no? <laughs> um, cause that's where most of the activity is. And that's where, uh, most of our growth has been because of the awesome communities that we are a part of, uh, especially like, uh, alternate reality radio slash next wave, some cool ass podcasts, which you can find on Podchaser If you search for alternate reality radio, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can find all the podcasts there. And in addition to that, you can give us a rating on Podchaser, and that will boost us up on the Podchase Podchaser rankings. And uh, and if you would like, you can copy and paste that review and give it and uh, do it on Apple. As long as it's a five star. Right? If you want to give us less than a five star, just give us five star anyway, because <laughs> that's the thing a cool person would do. Um, and I think I don't think I have anything else to say so that's it that's it see you all see you all next time yeah yeah I hate them did it ready to get crunched i've done times. it more times i know you did it failed so you now did. No, no, no it's equal now because you failed like four times the first time <laughs> okay well <laughs> i did that one while half asleep so good job me you're all gonna get crunchitized crunchitized hey you ready for that intro market <laughs> well it's been an intro for me 
That was that was all the energy. I do the intro. That's my only job. That's I'm a. It's you're um, a Smith Harrison. Yes, I'm Smith Harrison. Uh, yeah. Can't really do a good, good voice, Smith Harrison. I'm Smith Harrison. I I can't. I, I forget. You, you gotta have more gravel in it. <clears throat> I'm, I'm Smith Harrison. I'm a Smith Harrison. I I can't get enough gravel in there. I could do if I. I gotta have the effects. I gotta have the compressor on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> gotta have that compressor. I, I just don't think my voice can do it. <laughs>